Hey friends, welcome to the Everyday Mulemanship Podcast. I'm Ty Evans, and I'm here with my best pal, Skye. Hello. Talked to her into doing a podcast with me. It's kind of hard to drag her down here. Because um, it's cold. It's a cold basement, but <laughs> this is the only quiet place to record a podcast in our house because our girls are running around, the dogs are running around. Um, so here we are in the cold basement. Yep. But uh, anyways, thanks for doing this, Sky. Mm-hmm. So... We uh, have been just trying to survive winter, like most of you. Um, it's been a struggle this year. Yeah. It's been really weird here. Uh, usually in Utah, we'll get like a snowstorm, and then we get blue skies for two weeks. And then a snowstorm the snow and stays, blue sky. But yeah, the snow stays sunshine. Normal. Yep. And Not this year. It's been gray, which means sky doesn't one ride it means i don't want to go out the door of my house yeah <laughs> so it can be sunny and like 30 degrees and you be out there in a jacket if the sun's out but if the sun's out it has been not even that warm so today's kind of like that it's cold kind of gloomy outside um we had our daughter's baptism this morning yeah that was fun so swayze got baptized uh, we're members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So we did the baptism, and then I went to a roping. Um, and we just watched. Me and Ellie went, and we watched, and that was pretty fun. Um, this valley is interesting, the horsemanship. Yeah. So uh, for those of you that don't know, we live in Utah, the, uh, the central part of Utah, right in the middle of the state. Spring City, to be exact. Um, actually, that's not exact because we don't live in Spring City. We live outside, outside of Spring, of Spring City. City. <laughs> but anyways, Spring City is the closest town. And uh, we are in the Great Basin, or on the edge of the Great Basin, rather. So it's cool because there's a bunch of bridal horses there. A bunch of folks uh, wearing, you know, Santa Barbara cheek pieces and different cheek pieces. And Did you know any of them? Um, I knew a couple of them. and But then there's all kinds of other things which is typical around here also like all kinds of, of devices. Yeah. And it's interesting watching some of the people, they have a lot of stockmanship skills and then a lot of them don't. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. my, I was sitting there with one of our friends that runs the arena and uh, you know, he's like, I really like how they rope they take care of my, my cows. It's like, I really don't like how they rope. <laughs> they didn't take care of my cows. It is interesting. The first time that I, like, I, maybe it's just the first time I paid attention. It was when we went to the buckaroo gathering. Yeah, the Great Basin buckaroo yeah. gathering. Yeah, and that was really fun to watch because there were people who, um, <laughs> you could tell. Sorry, Ty always pushes the mic closer to me when I start talking. Um there were people that were fun to watch rope uh, because they did take care of the the cattle, you know. Um, then there's some that make it. And I'm, I don't know, how do you explain me watching these little cows get roped? I mean, I know it's okay, a well, thing you that just has to learned be it. What she just said, these, when she just said little, <laughs> little cows, cows get roped, so you can tell how she feels. Sky's a little bit fluffy with the cows. I'm a little tender to watch them get whipped around, but yes. I really had a great respect for the people who cared that it's an animal and not a thing. 
just to rope. It's not a dummy. Um, And so it was really fun to watch the people who were good because they would slide rope just right so that it didn't, you know, like stretch the thing apart or um, yank it just right. Like they, they just, it was really, I don't even know how to put it into words, but I really enjoyed watching the people who were good at it and they weren't like, you know, being super rough on the animals. It seems like if the people that were, the people that are, are good and have a lot of respect for horsemanship mm-hmm. also have respect for stockmanship. Yeah. And this is something we try to hit on in our clinics. We, we have cow working clinics, not a lot of them. Um, how many do we got this year? Like four? Yeah, like four, seems like. I think we got four or five this year, whatever. Um, but we teach stockmanship and, and respect for the animals. Um, you can always tell how much somebody knows by cows when they call them dumb cows. <laughs> because they're not dumb. We love they say little cows. <laughs> little cows, well, that's all right. But, you know, like when somebody's explaining something and they say those dumb cows, and I've, I'm guilty of that too, mm-hmm. before I've learned stockmanship. You know, um, it's been fun for me. Uh, the last couple of years, I've spent time with Martin Black up in Idaho. And uh, he's taught me a lot about stockmanship. Well, that was the first time that I saw him was at that Buckaroo Gathering. Buckaroo Gathering. That's a long time ago. And it was so fun to watch him. Yeah. Like, I had never seen someone, like, mirror a cow, like, so perfectly. Yeah, it was really cool watching him. It was. Some serious respect for him. He is the best stockman I've ever been around. And my favorite person... um, I didn't even know until like later on was, I don't know if it's his ex-wife or. Yeah, they're not married anymore, but it was his wife at the time. Yeah. And she was super cool to watch. She was one of my favorites because she handled the cow. Like, I don't even know. She's good. She was so good. It was neat to watch. Yeah, it it was really good. And, And so, you know, I go to these ropings locally and sometimes we can compete. Sometimes we just watch. Um, and it's, it's just fun. It's fun to, to, to do that. Um, but what I've learned, if you, if you show up on a mule, you have to be twice as good. <laughs> That's why I don't go. <laughs> I am not going to help that. Uh, I don't need all the eyes on me, first of all, yeah. <laughs> and my mule. My mule's good, probably, but um, I would not be showing her off very well <laughs> in a roping of any sort. Yeah, if you show up anywhere, well, anywhere in a, in the horse culture, if you show up with a mule, you better be twice as you're, good. You're representing us all. Yes. <laughs> so, horse people. you know, they're, they're already judging you because you're on long ears. You know, Ellie said while we were there, she said she would like to do that on Cupcake someday. Ooh. So you've lost your meal. Oh, great. <laughs> it's like I want cupcake to be good enough for ellie but then as soon as she's starting to get there i'm like wait 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 hold on a minute <laughs> yeah she said i i think i would like to do this on cupcake mm-hmm. i said oh so you want to ride cupcake she said yeah i'm thinking about it. someday she rides her a little bit here and there because she just has a little pony right now that she loves the most but then when it's time to go for a real ride um and she needs to ride something bigger I want her to feel comfortable on cupcake. So we've been working at that. And most days anyone can ride cupcake, but it's the few days where she's a little hot that she needs a little work. She can get pretty hot. She, she can. And the, the hard part is I kind of like it. <laughs> so we just, uh, one of the things we've done just recently, we went down to um, the Valley of Fire in Southern Nevada and, uh, 
we went well this is just a camping trip like just camping and riding it was super fun which oh, wait. we don't get to do very often oh sorry this is where maybe i've been needing to tell the story of what happened on our trip to <laughs> I've been wondering how am I ever podcast? going to announce this to people so that it is remembered what Ty did for my birthday and how kind. <laughs> okay, let's say it. You you tell your story. No, I'll tell mine. So we're driving down the road. To Valley Fire. We're heading to, to the Valley, Valley Fire. And we are only like an hour from home. And not even that. And somebody honked at us as we we're driving and said that our – so we have a newer – well, a a little travel living quarters that we got just for camping new to us. Yeah. New to us. And, uh, cause our big one, we can't hardly take anywhere, but, um, he said that our ramp was down and we're like, Oh no, this was like our first outing on, on this pretty much with all of us. And so we pulled over and went out. I went to help in case something was wrong. And, <laughs> We go back there and fix the ramp, and I stayed back there an extra second because I was looking at it a little closer. I thought I saw something that maybe was the problem because everything was covered in ice, and I thought maybe it wasn't latching. Anyway, Ty had already moved on <laughs> with his life, and he, as I'm walking to the truck from the back of the trailer up to the truck, he gets in and he turns. Or what did you do? You you put the blinker on or no, you put it in gear. And so, you know, I could hear you. I'm like, Oh, I better hurry. So I start walking and he started pulling away. <laughs> he left me. He told, I just stood there looking at him like, okay. Cause sometimes he thinks he's funny when we're at a gas station and he'll go bye, mommy. Is that what you see say? you later? Oh, mommy. See you later, mommy. That's what he says to the girls inside the car or in the truck as I'm walking, you know, in from the gas station or, you know, headed out back out to the truck and pretends to leave me <laughs> this time he just kept going <laughs> he forgot i was not he didn't even notice i hadn't got back in the truck <laughs> you're lucky ellie was there i know and then ellie was in the back and i'm sure she's thinking okay he's doing his little joke he did but he didn't say see you later mommy he just <laughs> left mommy <laughs> and so ellie what did ellie say dad what are you doing <laughs> Are you, where's mom? <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb and so funny. Oh, also, it was my birthday. Oh. You got yeah. it. <laughs> so. Like of all the days to just forget I exist. <laughs> my side of the story is I get out, I'm taking care of this. So my mind is occupied. Um, and, and I am a man, so I can think of one thing at a time only. <laughs> So I get out and I put the ramp up and I check it. I'm good to go. And as I'm, as I'm walking back to the truck. I had grease all over me, uh, or like, you know, the soot, the snow soot, you know, yeah, whatever, the nasty mud, salty. And so I'm like, I, I had paused just a second to like wipe it off. So figuring by now, or <laughs> I didn't figure this, but you know, like you would have had time to go get in and I get in and I'm looking cause there's cars, there's all kinds of cars coming. So he's looking so to, the... I'm looking down the road and I get in yeah. and then I look in the mirror. I didn't even look over my right side. He's got to like merge into traffic, which there hardly was any, but he's looking. Well, there were cars coming. Yeah. So he's not looking out the mirror on the passenger nope. side. I'm looking at the mirror. Like, is he even going to look at me? So, so I go, I'm just going to pull right out. And I did pull out. I, I drove <laughs> well, about 30 foot and. When El when Ellie said, Dad, what are you doing? Where's mom? I looked in the right 
window or the mirror on the passenger mirror and my heart dropped <laughs> there is my wife out there little itty bitty in and the all mirror. i thought was i'm dead this is it this is this is how i go I'm well dead. the funny part was that our good friend joe g and his wife were it in was the, the worst truck part behind us my friends thought so that we were fighting yeah they pulled up <laughs> they pulled up as to and my face i don't know what i looked like i was in you, shock and well, uh, I had looked, I looked back just as you were lifting your arms, shaking like, your head hello. like, and I could see in your mouth, what is he doing? <laughs> so oh, then I looked man. to my left and, and Joe and Laurie had pulled over and looking at me with this face, like, what is going on? They didn't even say anything, but I said, she started rolling down her window. I'm like, he left me. <laughs> And by then, right then is when you had hit the brakes and yeah. and just sat right there in the road waiting for me to in run. The traffic, yeah, he was. Like, oh in crap! Traffic. I ain't going anywhere now. But what I want to know is how long it would have taken if Ellie wasn't there. I would have loved to see your face when you looked over to, you know, have me open a wrapper or hand me <laughs> your trash no. or something oh, and go. My gosh. How far ago? Because you didn't have your phone on you no, either. I left so my phone I could have just drove away, just truck down the road. I would never know. Yeah. So I was replaying in my mind, like, it would have been great if I just jumped in Joe's truck and we just kept going to see how long. <laughs> so she didn't let me forget that. And yeah. she still is not, as no. she just uh, hijacked my podcast and talked about it. He begged me to come down here and, and record with him. So there you go. There you go. And I use this any chance I get. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time you left me on the side of the road? Yep. I've said that a few times. So now whenever she wants anything, remember when you left me? Remember when you left me? On my birthday? On my birthday. <laughs> okay, you can move on now. So that was how our Valley Fire trip started. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Luck. wait. How warm was it when we left? Oh, it was like 20s. It was like 20 degrees. So left me on my birthday. Well, actually, it wasn't in 20s yet. It was teens was gonna, at home. It was early morning. So Yeah, probably. it was in the teens. And anyways, we trucked on down. Um, so, and we're going to get to this part, but we had, uh, we had a bunch of extra meals. And I had Joe haul some meals for us. Like he had came, come to our house. Um before that and picked up some meals for us. We hauled our meals, but Joe drives really slow, like super slow, <laughs> like really slow. And, um, anyways, we, we had these meals that we're going to sell and we decide let's swap. We should put the meals that we're going to ride all week in Joe's trailer and the meals we got to sell in ours because we need to get on down there. So we swap meals. Cause we were meeting somebody. Yeah. We we're meeting somebody to sell these meals. And, um, Trucked on down there pretty quick. In fact, we got there uh, 40 minutes ahead of Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so, same destination, but we were we were cruising. And uh, anyways, so um, what do you want to talk? I kind of want to just talk about the trip and then talk about the meals. Okay. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Valley Fire. Um, Sky and I have been going to Valley Fire since we were children. Uh, we got so many memories there. Mm-hmm. Probably the highlighted memory. Um, so there's this beautiful cove in the Red Rocks. We posted um, a picture of it. Yeah. Look on our social media. Both of us posted that picture. Beautiful Red Rock Cove where we've camped since we were kids. It sucks to get there. It's a crappy road. It's really crappy. It's and, and one of the guys um, busted his tailgate. And sm- you know, Charlie smashed his tailgate. And we've done that before. We almost did. 
um, rip out plumbing, all kinds of stuff. It's a really bad road getting back there. So our trailer was barely short enough. Um, our living, our little four horse living quarter shutter. Anyways, um, but it's worth it, right? It's really, it's really worth the camp spot. It was awesome. So we've been going there forever. And um, our fondest memory in this camp spot was, I don't know how old we were. I think I was probably 14 years, 13. Somewhere around there. Because we'd known each other for a while. Yeah. A couple of years. And this is like rock climbing, like on your, on your feet. I'm talking about humans and mules too. Yeah. It's like hiking, (laughs) hiking um, heaven. Okay, there's you can go bouldering. That's like what a, it is, bouldering. A giant playground. Yeah, it's so fun. And so for kids, um, we wanted to camp here for our kids to go play like we did when we were kids. And uh, our, our, we both remember a time when we were that age, 14, 13 in there, something like that. And we were all playing the rocks with all of our siblings and other kids. And ended up me and you just being up there alone. Yeah, as soon as it started to get dark. Starting to get dark. Her and I were up there alone. And her dad is was, still is, extremely protective. Yeah. And my little brother is extremely annoying. <laughs> obnoxious. <laughs> it's very obnoxious, especially back then. And uh, he yells down to the cap. Now, this little no, cove. We heard, I remember hearing, like, well, because we were just chatting. And then one by one, everyone else just went down. And we were still talking. Yep. And I remember hearing my dad, because I feel like our, my dad or a few people went back into town or they went driving around or I don't know, but I remember them getting back. And I remember my dad, I could hear him perfectly in this cove, even though we're up high and he goes, where's Sky?" Mm-hmm. And then someone else goes, I think she's up there with Ty or yeah. And so then <laughs> it's like, oh no, I can already hear yeah, what his brain dead. is, what, what his brain is doing. So then Ty's little brother, they're like, where's Sky and Ty? And Ty's little brother, who was like, what, nine yeah. or something, nine-ish. And he goes, they're in, they're, or I think someone said they're up in the rocks. And, and Ty's little brother, Jaren, goes, they're probably making out. <laughs> it's like, Jaren, you're going to get me killed. We can hear, hear this perfectly, the way the, yeah. it, it echoes. Yeah, I'm like, no, we're not. We're right here, I swear. Yeah, so Sky <laughs> basically ran off the cliffs like, oh, crap. I. I think he said, I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> he ran down. Well, you're going to die or I'm going to die. I don't know. I was up there uh, that day or that in that time I had carved a T heart S in the rocks. <laughs> uh, you know, and we weren't dating or anything. We were little, but, but I, I had a crush on her. We tried to find it. We didn't find didn't that. Find it. He didn't do so we carved a new one. Yep. So we made a new one. But we did find my brand, which. I had put in there when before, I was like before 10. Before that, yeah. Yeah, I was like 10. So 24 years ago. So somebody commented on the picture and said, it's basically a petroglyph. Basically. Being that old. <laughs> yeah. So I put it, you know, I covered it in there when I was, I was about 10. And uh, I'm almost 34. So that was really cool to find that. Yeah. My old brand. So you did a better job with your brand than you did with how much you loved. Or... It was easier to find the brand. Than yeah. the other one. I, I think it was it. a more prime spot to carve in. Yeah. Because it, it stayed. It's pretty cool. It did. Anyways, so that's what the camp. The camp is great, yeah, though. We were it's like so memory beautiful. lane the whole time. Yeah. And it was fun seeing. It was really fun seeing our kids play on the same rocks we played on. We mm-hmm. were kids, like little kids just cruising around playing Ellie and Swayze. And they had a friend, Zach, mm-hmm. that was there. They had a blast. In it fact, was- 
your dad teases us because Ellie and Zach went up into the rock. Yeah, and he's like, ooh, it's starting young. It's, he said, because well, how old is Zach? Zach's 13. It's, yeah. So and Ellie's me 10. and Ty, when we were like, how old are you? He's like 13. And we looked at each other like, oh my gosh, Uh-oh. we were babies. <laughs> yeah. I wonder just... my dad was freaking out. But, but yeah. And then my dad came back because he's like, oh, I was just up in the rocks. I was having flashbacks because just only Ellie and Zach were up there. Yep. <laughs> and Ellie's only 10. So she's not thinking anything about that right now. Anyway, super funny. Yeah, it was fun. A lot of a lot of memory lane. Uh, it was fun cruising around. We it was just a, a really good trip. Sixty degree weather every it was day. So nice. It got cold at night. It was a little windy. And one it was of the windy. Days, we but... I mean we had to kind of put the coats on and the beanies on at night. You know, in the mornings and stuff. It was cold, but days were perfect. And it felt good to ride in dirt. Yeah, the mules loved it too. They it's sand. In sand, sand. not oh, even yeah. just dirt. It was, uh, it, it's just sand amazing how rock. much sand is there. It's like, oh man, if we could just take this stuff home, put my, it in our round pen. <laughs> my favorite noise in the world is mule hoofs on slick rock. Mm-hmm, me too. Click, 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 click. I mean, I love that. Yep. Like it brings me joy. I don't when, like it when it goes. When it yeah, when that's it the slides, worst sound. You're like, oh crap. <laughs> Fine line. <laughs> this is the best sound yep. and the worst sound. It happened in the same moment. <laughs> Two skid marks happen. Yeah. One on the rock and one in your oh, pants. <laughs> so uh, it was just great. But Cupcake was freaking hot. She was. I don't know why. Hot, I've been hot. Riding her the all first winter. Day. No. <laughs> so Sky has t- has decided to to take the winter off. Um, she wasn't didn't decide de- that ahead of time. It's just a daily decision. It just happened. As and soon as the snow hit, we got back from Hawaii. My life was ruined so I by have, the snow. Every time I've wanted, she's rode like three times mm-hmm. since Thanksgiving. Before that. Yeah, yeah, before this. And to get her out there, I, I've had to catch her mule, brush it, <laughs> saddle it, and like, and like make sure she sees it in the window. I know. I I'm watch like, her and I'm like, is he going to catch my mule? And I kind of want him to, but I also don't want to go out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the hard part is not that it's cold and gloomy, which really, when we say it's gloomy, I'm sure you know happens everywhere else too. But it is so weird because the sky is gray, which then makes the snow gray. And there is no difference between the two. And it just is a horrible feeling. It looks bad. Well, and then just, we have our... All these juniper trees, which are dark. And so it just is like dark. I don't know. It's just weird. But the part that I've had a hard time with is this like icy, crunchy snow. Yeah. Ice has been real bad this winter. It's been wet. It's just weird. We usually have, you know, the greatest snow on earth, whatever. Is that what Utah's thing? Everybody says that, but I didn't believe it this year. The powdery snow is fun to ride in. Like you can, me and Ellie last year rode around in like some uh, fresh spots and we'd like try and make pictures, you know, like. Oh, let's see if you can draw a heart. I'm going to try and draw my name or whatever. This year, it's like when they're just kind of falling through. And it's almost like two feet of snow in some places for a while there. And then your mule would walk on the surface of it where it was stronger and then fall through, you know. <laughs> yeah, that gets annoying. Yeah, and it, it just feel bad. It just scrapes them up too. Yeah. The ice scrapes hard. their legs and crap. Anyway, so it so, just gave me a little motivation. Just So it was good for you to get out and go ride in the desert yes it was wonderful it was so good all the mules every time they'd see it i mean like the sand was so just glorious <laughs> i think my favorite part of the trip was the bighorn sheep oh yeah those that are so really cool. cool i was hoping we'd i see felt more. like the kid um if you guys have ever watched john wayne and the cowboys 
the <laughs> the kid that stutters. Ty's favorite show. That's yeah, that's my favorite movie. Um, the kid that stutters when he's trying to like <laughs> tell he's trying to tell John Wayne that uh, you know the two cowboys are in the you know they're uh, they're in the river trying to pull the, the guy that filmed the river out. He can't get his words out. Yeah, and he's like, zuh, 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 zuh. and that's how I was that's just over there um, making all with, these with the sheep. I'm like, Sky, because it's really cool. And we look up there and there's there's two. Well, there's one pretty good sized ram. And then there's one laying down that is a big Massive. dude. Yeah, that was the biggest ram I've seen. It was huge. We got a lot of desert bighorn in Utah where we ride and especially eastern Utah. Um, Are they still desert yep. or bighorn out here like yeah. in the mountains? Yeah. There's Rocky Mountain bighorn, desert oh, bighorn. Mountain. They're yeah, pretty okay. close. Desert bighorn are smaller they're just because they're slimmer. Yeah. They're, they don't get the. Yeah. They're so cool. Though. I, I've seen, I, I think my thing is that all the animals hide when I'm there because they know that I will just die over how wonderful they are. And when I'm not there, all the elk come out, all the sheep come out, like your story where they like rammed together. Oh yeah. The desert, we, we ran into a couple rams just smacking each other in the head. Just, it was, it was so cool. It sounded like gunshots. They're hitting, they're, you know, well, they're ramming. They're doing the, you know, it was during breeding season. They're fighting over a, a ewe and. That, was, that doesn't that happen intense. when I go, guys. They don't do all. But you the saw things. them here at Valley Fire. But I did, and I'm really glad because I thought for sure they just. Did you post a picture of it? I did on mine. I haven't posted anything like on our other stuff yet. Yeah, it I've was been really lazy about it because we didn't really have cool. service for that whole week. It was quite nice. <laughs> yeah, it was good. To take I got break. used to that, but, but yeah, the sheep were really cool. So we saw the two, and we tried to go around, you know, a big bouldery rock or whatever, so we could see. And then the the smaller one had run off and the bigger one stood up. And then we were like, holy crap. Yeah, he was cool. He was huge. So that was super neat. And, that, you know, we had told Ellie the whole way there and every day, like, look for sheep. Keep your eyes out. They're, yep. they're out there. Yeah. So I remember watching them. It was probably at the Valley Fire or Comb Wash maybe. And they were at the bottom and just a whole herd of them ran up the cliff. Straight up the cliff. And it was just wild to watch. Yep. Super cool animals. That's pretty cool. That was that was my highlight. I always love seeing the petroglyphs, Indian yep. writings everywhere. Um, the downside compared to when we were kids is ATVs have discovered it. Yeah. And you share. So it's just riding out in the desert. There's not trails. There's ATV roads. We don't go on those mm-hmm. much. Um, but you got to share. There's ATVs everywhere. And it's yeah. it's much more popular for ATVs than equine. That really sucks. Yeah. It used to be, when we were kids going out there, it was uh, middle of nowhere. Or maybe we were just kids and we just thought it was the middle of nowhere. And we didn't notice because we didn't care. We didn't care. <laughs> but. Um, I feel like side by sides has become way bigger of a thing though since, you know, si- in yeah, the last few for years. for sure. So side by sides all day long everywhere out there. They've cut roads or trails, whatever you call it, everywhere. Crisscrossing the desert. So <clears throat> that was the downside. So don't, don't ride there if you don't want to deal with ATVs yeah. all day. Well, another hard part about our camp spot, it's like the best, I love it because it's like a little cove, like you feel kind of packed or a, secluded. Yeah. Like packed back there. Yep. Um, and, but the hard part is it is far from like all the fun stuff. So we had to do quite a bit of just traveling, you know, just yeah. riding uh, to get to the fun stuff. And 
That's just not like our jam. Yeah, you kind of have to cruise across the desert. And you guys, I was so stinking sore. Me and Ellie both, because Ellie hasn't been riding a whole lot either. And one, because she's just got this little pony and the snow is almost as tall as her. And, you know, we just haven't been getting out like we normally do in the winter. And so Ellie and I both were just so sore. Even just after the first day, I couldn't believe how sore I was. So just, uh, I don't know. We don't pack on a lot of miles. We kind of play. We can ride all day, but we're playing in like the same area. Um, so when we get on these rides where you have to really go a ways, it just wears you out a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, we got to take a quick break real fast and think a sponsor, and then we'll be right back. Okay, friends, I got to tell you about Boyd Ranch Mule Days in sunny Wickenburg, Arizona. Coming up March 6th through the 12th, 2023. It's right around the corner, you guys. You got to join us for this. We got a clinic ourselves we're putting on March 6th through the 8th. Uh, also, my good buddy Chris Clark, an amazing Grand Canyon packer, um, he's doing a clinic there. And we did a podcast episode with him uh, a few episodes back. Uh, check it out, Chris Clark. Him and his wife, Marisa, are just fantastic people. And he's doing a three-day packing clinic out along the Hasayampa River. Hope I said that right, Scott. Um, and uh, it's a great time. You know, Scott Stewart, Lisa Taka, a whole bunch of other people, they do an incredible job putting this Mule Days on. Uh, there's trail rides every day, you guys. Short, long, ultra long, uh, dang good food, dinner breakfast uh this year they got some nashville songwriters um and amazing artists coming to entertain us uh we have a good time dancing my girls love to dance there we have a great time just a a wonderful experience they got a mule ramble they got a trail course and all the proceeds from this mule days goes to benefit children's programs there at Boyd Ranch uh, a great opportunity to give back to the youth um, and we love the kids coming up we want to continue this legacy so we would love if you would come support Mule Days at Boyd Ranch um, for more information go to boydranch.org look it up on social media Boyd Ranch Mule Days uh, just come enjoy your time with us we would love to see you there So, uh, first day cupcake was hot. She was a psycho. And, uh, <laughs> but you did good. So, um, a lot of people deal with this though. Um, and we're going to talk about our friend a little bit, um, and the meal he was working with because he had some issues too. Um, and I feel like a lot of people have a hard time on day one mm-hmm. and we preach and this is for, for meals particularly cause I didn't have a problem, but I've been riding Riata. And I've been, you know, I ride. Well, just her personality. I actually ride. Is, and her personality <laughs> is pretty more, yeah, quite a yeah, bit more relaxed docile. than Cupcake by far. For sure. But a lot of people deal with that. Mm-hmm. They, they go on a trip and they go with their friends. And between maybe not riding as much as they should, riding an animal that has a little bit more anxiety with her dynamics. um, And the fact that it's a new group like mm-hmm. that always brings stress up. A lot of people have a hard time on day one and we yeah. say, 
survive day one and we're going to talk about what you did um, so that you can enjoy day two. Yeah. Right. So what are some things? And when we say cupcake was hot, what we mean is high energy. Yeah. Um, wanting to go, go. Like if you just put the reins, I really want to know sometimes if you just dropped the rain and said, all right, let's go. Like I, where, where she want to go. Right. I've done it a few times and once in a while she will just keep going ahead right. of just everybody. Lope, just and lope and go. Just lope and I've only done that maybe twice. I remember at Wickenburg last year, I just let her go to see let me where you be. Yeah. <laughs> let me add that this wasn't, um, she wasn't a dangerous. No. She energy. Just, this is just high energy. Now, mm-hmm. some people could turn it into dangerous, um, how if they handle it incorrectly. Yeah. Like, but but you didn't contain it, meaning you right. didn't like try to hold the energy in. You put it to use, and I think a lot of people get in trouble when they try to contain the energy. They try to hold it. They try to hold like it in, like shaking a, a soda yep. can. Yep. And now you're gonna try and open a little bit. And, <laughs> yeah, and that's what a lot of people do because they don't want to like. I feel like a lot of people get, is embarrassed the right word? They feel shy to work because the rest of the, maybe the rest of the group's just poking along and they're on the dragon. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and they're like, you know, well, it's like, a, don't want to do something about it. Sometimes, it can yeah. be obnoxious. And the things you have to do could be a little obnoxious. Yeah. So what are some of the things you did with Cupcake? Well, in the beginning, I'm trying to remember, in the beginning, so my thing is always where I have a hard time is because I, if we have kids there, our kids there, I try to stay with whoever's on the kid mule. Yeah, and that's hard. Because Tina is the kid mule, and she is so stinking slow. (laughs) But she also was a little bit hot, too, this time. And so if I go, you know, up to the front, well, then Tina's a little bit bugged, and I'm trying to keep Ellie happy. And, you know, anyway, so um, when she felt like she needed to go, I would trot. I would let her trot. And we would just trot and basically think, okay, well, this is a great idea. Let's do some trotting and we'll weave in and out of some uh, bushes. And we did one of my favorite things is um, the leg yield when she gets to rushing. It's the best. uh, I think it's like one of the best things you can do if you have the tool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the tool, then you're just going to. It's just hard. Flop around. Well, and it's almost like containing them then, I feel like, because yeah, they're not they able know. to do the move. Yep. They don't know what, they don't understand, they're just going to get upset. This is why we tell people, work on this stuff. Like some people, when we get to that, we, we usually get to that kind of stuff at the end of mealmanship one, or for sure, mealmanship two. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people, you could call them just, just trail riders. They say, why do I ever need to do that? Yep. This is why. Yep. You know, you got to have the tools. Well, and we had a newer um, guy there that came with a friend of ours and um, he saw me doing that. And we actually were doing that uphill. <laughs> so we're oh, like yeah. leg yielding up the hill. And she Serious does work. she does it very well. So it's almost to the point uh, that she's not slowing. It almost doesn't slow her down. But then I learned later on in the day that I just needed to do it longer until she slowed down. But she does it nicely. She has the collection and we're going up this hill. <laughs> and I remember him going, wow. <laughs> so um, I'm sure he didn't know what he was looking at yet. Maybe. Um, I don't know how experienced he was, but um, I don't know if he knew that I was doing that because she was rushing and not because I just wanted to like side pass up this hill. <laughs> you know, I think the average person probably wouldn't realize the energy you were, you were dealing with. Yeah. I think they'd be like, Oh, well, that's, that's oh, pretty cool. cool. Like that's a cool move. Yeah. But imagine if you didn't have these tools, you didn't have these moves and you're dealing with that fresh 
energy. It'd be, it, it would really suck. It's really scary. Yeah, it is honestly. scary. So you got to have the tools, people. Like you got to, you got to work on that. Mm-hmm. Especially, uh, you know, if you got a meal that's prone to do that, which Cupcake is. Yeah. She is a high energy, which Sky likes. This yeah. the, We're not complaining about this. Sky likes us. And I tell you what, when you're crawling up some of these rocks and this, you know, we live out here in the rock, middle of the Rocky Mountains, right? You want, you want this energy. It's we just so want to be able to handle it yeah. and direct this. So what else did you do? Anything else? Um, uh, something we did on the way back. Um, Cause like I said, it was just a long stretch of just walking and we don't do that hardly at all because it does amp them up, especially on the way back. I feel like, Oh yeah. So she was just, I mean, when it's the same way back. Yeah. The same so, way. So that kind of, yep. that's always worse. If you got to go out and you come back the same way, they are little GPS systems. They, they know. know when you're headed back. Yeah. So Ellie was um, having a little bit of a hard time with Tina because Tina was wanting to rush and she was just done. Tina will trot. And after so long, you just don't want to trot anymore. So I was trying to stay back there with Ellie. So we got on, you know, one of the side by side trails and I would just walk backwards and work on our backup and man she can back up so nicely oh yeah <laughs> in the direction that she wants to go when her buddies are headed that way too and and we would work on backing up and then timing up with the front feet and moving the front end over and um and that was that was not because I was trying to like slow her down really, but mostly I was trying to work on something that would keep me there with Ellie. Uh, yeah. Cause if you pace. put, if you put your reins down, she cupcake would have just cruised she, back. Yep. Like and, that meal can walk. And we were just walking out. That was the other thing. These it's are, not like she's trotting off or trying to run away with me. She's just moving out and Tina. And she can walk dang good. And these are not uh, gated meals. These are quarter horse meals and she can, she can go. She can move. So, and, um, yeah, Ellie was, you know, she was doing okay, but as soon as Ty or I would get ahead or, or really everyone, cause Tina walks slower than every animal there. And she just, you know, no, if she's not getting driven, if yeah. she's not getting asked to well, do I, so me and Ellie ended up swapping the next day. I rode Tina at the end. So I'm getting ahead of it a little bit, but I told Ellie, I'm like, you can get Tina to walk out. It just takes work because she would rather just trot, like walk slow and then trot to catch up. It's just easier. And so I, <laughs> I had her walking out the entire ride that I had her and I was so sore from keeping her in it <laughs> because I was just like, I am not getting left behind. We we're going to walk out. We're going to, we're not going to go as fast or uh, faster. We're going to just do our best to keep up with these people without getting out of hand and trotting. And then, you know. The other thing is there are a lot of the little dips, you know, where it's just a small, where they take the momentum down the little hill and then up. And that's what Tina really wears people out. Anyone who rides Tina, she'll wear them out on those because she does a little do-do-do-do yeah. through the little dips. And um, so I was trying to stay there with Cupcake for Ellie's sake. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of what else I did. We did roll the hinds, roll the fronts a few times, but she's so stinking She's just good and good fast at, it. at that, that she, it doesn't slow her down. So it almost, makes I, I it go guess, faster. I guess one of the suggestions that we'd have when you're dealing with this is you need to have the tools bef- before you can use them. But if they're really, really good at it, it doesn't cost them much. Yeah. So, so we want to choose a tool that they're, 
I wouldn't say weak at, but medium that you can build on that you can build on because it costs more. What I mean by costing more is it's a mental and physical cost, right? Mm -hmm. So let's just say with the leg yells, which is one of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. And you can do that forever because you're always building on that. So you just leg yield more and you've discovered that. But if like, if the mule has an understanding of the leg yield, but they're not like pro at it, um, it's going to cost them mentally to hold it. And it's going to cost them physically. We kind of need a little of both. So that's good. No, but the the one thing I want to talk about with you and Cupcake too, well, just all, all of us, anybody, is like some people will ask me, I want to, what do you do when this trouble happens? You know, what do you do when? What do you do when? What do you do when? Right? Mm-hmm. That's our biggest question. Sky sees the messages on social media and there's lots of those, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I have but it you, sometimes yeah, too. But you didn't necessarily have a what to do when moment. You redirected it. Yes. So you're not waiting for this big wreck to happen or this big blow up or energy or, um, you know, you, you, you're redirecting it all the time. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people would watch you and not even realize that you're actually working on some potential trouble. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And so many people wait for the thing to happen and then they do it. No, yeah. you feel it, you know, and you you, you got to see it coming. And that sounds hard and voodoo, you know, but, mm-hmm. but no, you, no, really you, you just redirect this stuff that happens. So anyways, you handle it really good. You're Thank pro. You. I, um, I thought like, my goodness, I know I haven't ridden her and I know she does get like this, like this isn't like uncommon, but I was like, man, if she was like this all the time, I would be worn out. Like this is a lot. <laughs> when I, when I, we talked about Martin earlier in the show and when I was up there riding with him, oh, yeah. you know, we, I used that meal a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, just over a like year ago. Four, four days in a row. And you rode the hard crap out of her. <laughs> riding, hard riding. Um, and he said, that is the only creature I've ever seen that gets more energy by the end of the day. Like she, she builds. She truly builds on the energy. She does not get tired. She just, doesn't and i feel like i don't know sometimes after lunch she's just powered up more so yeah she's like oh <laughs> thanks for the little break here yeah. we go she just has to use that energy and it's funny because she is lazy she's lazy in the arena and this is something and like in the pen sometimes ta- she doesn't want to be caught yeah we she talk doesn't. about is we want consistency no matter where, no matter where we ride so sky is working on this mm-hmm. because we want the same mule in the arena or out there with cows, or in this case, out there climbing the rocks, or if we're out on the trail, yeah. whatever we, we're doing, we want the same mule. Like that is our measure of mulemanship is when we can get consistency of what we want to yeah. happen across the board. Yeah. And some people will say the same thing. Well, my mule's great out on the trail. They walk out great, but in the arena, they don't. That's what you're dealing that's with. Me. <laughs> and what, what we're trying to fix. That's not okay for us, mm-hmm. right? Well, and that's opposite. Like I need her to slow walk with tina on the trail and yes. i need her to walk a little faster in the arena in the arena we want a little bit more you'd like more spice and on the trail you'd like less so we, we got to even this out and it's coming you're getting yep. it it's getting but um so fast forward day two wait i have one more thing that sure. i thought of that i did with her is we got to one place where there was a like i said all the sand out there and there was a side-by-side trail in the sand like 
not just the dirt or the road, the gravel, whatever, but actual sand. And she was having one of those moments. She just had all this energy and like, well, let's go. Mm -hmm. So I just let her lope a little while. Didn't take long till she just didn't want to no more, (laughs) you know, and it was in the sand. Also, her thing is getting ahead of everybody. She wants to be out front, but she doesn't want to be away from the group. So um, well, we've recommended that a lot to a lot of people. That's scary to some people, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We say, well, they want to run. Go ahead. Yeah. And the people are like, oh, my gosh, I just they can't even imagine that. And mm-hmm. yes, OK, I'm going to get comments. People saying, well, I ride in this terrain and I ride in this country. And OK, I get it. Mm-hmm. it, it you can't it, always do that. No, you can't always do that. And it needs to fit the situation. OK, but if you can, it works good. Yeah. And, let you know, some of my friends listening right now, they they're endurance people like. I'm thinking of Cynthia yeah. Petacolis uh, in Kansas. She just did 50 miles <laughs> on her mule in six hours. That's okay. nuts. <laughs> Which is, yeah, to us, that's just crazy. I mean, I have no I'm desire. talking about how sore I was and it yeah. was nothing. Yeah. No. Uh, nothing. Okay. So when I tell her, go ahead and let your mule run, she's like, Mm-mm. you don't understand. I It will run a long time. Okay. I'm talking about the average trail rider. Right. Like seriously. You let them run, they're going to burn out in just a, a couple minutes. Like, think about, like, in the arena, I t- people ask, well, how long can I actually work on 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 things at the lope? Like, all the checklist items at the lope. And I say, you really only got, like, yeah. three to five minutes tops of loping in your session, and then you're done. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, put this out on the trail. Maybe you have an incline. Yep, it was like, a- you kind of had a little incline, yep. a little sand. She's like, all right, well, let's rock and roll. And then, like I said, the cupcake, this is high energy. This is not like Sky's going to go get bucked off or yeah. anything. She wasn't out of control. Nope. She wasn't upset. Let's she go ahead just and had to move. And it's a pretty slow lope at that. Like yeah. she can't. She doesn't want to run. She doesn't got no speed to her. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, she's not, yeah, unfortunately <laughs> she's not my Sky. race mule. We, we would like her to have more speed than that, but um, she don't. So that's one thing you could do. Not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's not for every situation. So. Also, I think you just have to fill them out. You know, it's hard. It's so hard to say what to do because I've had her way more out of control in the past where I'm like, I feel like I have nothing. This creature, like I'm a fly on this animal. I mean, nothing. (laughs) And We need to make sure with people listening, understand this mule is in the bridle. Yeah, she is good. She is, well, just as good as we've ever got one. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about high energy. We're talking about using it yeah. and not just hiding it under the rug because yeah. it will come out. So that's what we're getting at. Yeah. So day two, uh, much better. Oh my gosh. And totally different this is what I'm trying to tell people. Make it to day two. Mm-hmm. Make it to day two. I promise you day two is better. It always is. Yeah. Well, and we but some people about... have a hard time and the first day they're like, oh, I don't want to ride yes. again. No, do it. Ride the second day. Do the second day. And this well, happens and in the, the clinics, third day, too. Yes, the third day. It's like every day you can build on that. Do it. You better. You have it. There's a lot of people in the clinics. Day one's tough. Well, for most everybody in the clinics. Yeah. Hang in there. Day two's a little bit better. I don't feel like day one is ever, like, fun. No. It'll be really for, fun For, like, one. the people who are, are there for a, pro- a problem yeah. or, you know. Day two. Day two. So, Ellie, um, <laughs> on day one when I was, I mean, Cupcake was just a handful, you know, with all this energy. And I'm just weaving going through just passing Ellie multiple times, like in front of her, just trying to stay, you know, so maybe I'm doing like a little snake trail serpentine type of thing just in front of Ellie, but really wide. So I'm going really wide just so I can keep up with Tina going slow. And I looked at Ellie. I was like, I don't know why you don't want to ride this mule. Cause I'm <laughs> trying to get her to take over, you know? 
And like, I don't know what your problem is. This is great. <laughs> Having so much fun. <laughs> but then day two comes around and she, she was excellent. I mean, she was my regular. Just cupcake. right. That's all she yep. needed. Just had to make it. Yep. And even we, uh, at lunchtime, um, so Tina is wonderful. She is our, I mean, she has taught so many people, not just our family, but so many people so much. And Ellie hasn't ridden her a long time because she's Swayze's mule. Um, anyway, Tina is very out of tune. And I learned this firsthand, uh, when I got to swap Ellie, <laughs> but Ellie was having a little bit of a hard time, like just with little things like Tina likes to eat, oh, uh, more than that. She, her life evolves around snacks. eating and snacks. <laughs> Me and Tina have a lot in common. We <laughs> like our <laughs> snacks and our, our meals, but yeah, I mean, she's really hard about it. And I told Ellie, like, if you let her get one nibble, all oh, that second one, she's going to really go for it. If you get, let her get two nibbles, like your day is done. Well, this <laughs> is tough. You know, j- just, a, just a quick second on that subject. I'll let you go on is. This is tough because mm-hmm. that standard has to be across the board. Like we don't yes. let our mules eat. Well, guess what? When I ride Tina, I haven't rode Tina for a while, but when I ride Tina, she don't eat. She doesn't like really that, try. No, absolutely not. Like she, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Or if she, the difference is, I think a lot of times is, well, well, you know, something from my cult starting and my green mule riding, right. Is predicting what's coming up. So I see a snack for Tina coming mm-hmm. up to the left. Well, I'll tip her off to the right. That's all it takes. Just redirecting that. Like, okay, that's it. That's yeah. all it takes. Like I was trying to tell Swayze that the first day. Swayze rode just for a couple hours. Well, for an hour the fir- on yeah, the first we got day. There, like in yep. the evening. And I was trying to tell her, I'm like, okay, don't take her by any snacks. Just ride. If you see a snack on the left, go to the right. You know, and I was trying to help her with that. I think that is like the number one thing that gets anybody who rides Tina frustrated. Yep. So she just really takes advantage. <laughs> well, she just is like, I'm hungry. I'm she's, she's, and she I mean, she finds out. a snack. She has perfectly good alfalfa at the trailer or at home. And she sees these really crappy bushes and she wants a taste. And it's thorns, like yeah. a treat. That, yeah. so, so anyway, Ellie was having trouble with that. And then the little dip trotting and. Dip trotting is the most annoying thing. Yeah. And Tina's not the smoothest ride either, especially when everyone's walking out and Tina's not keeping up. So Ellie's just a little worn out. I'm like, why don't you just ride, like, just swap me. Just ride Cupcake. And yep. Ellie's confidence is, has uh, struggled a little bit in the last, I don't know, year or so. But um, so she was a little nervous. But I, I'm like, just just try it. We'll switch back if we need to. Like, we're switching saddles and everything. So she has her gear. And, like, if you don't feel comfortable and you want Tina back, we'll swap again. You know, it's just our group, our friends here. It takes, you know what maybe five minutes at the most so we did we swapped and i worried less about ellie and uh not not like her safety but her um well-being and her happiness and her mood because <laughs> she's a little moody uh when she was on cupcake ty and i both like at the same time noticed like i, I haven't even like hardly worried about her on like wondering if she's okay on cupcake. And she was actually ahead of Ty and I, cause I was on slow Tina mm-hmm. and uh, stuck in the back. And, um, it was just really rewarding every time I get to see Ellie ride cupcake and like, cause my vision has always been when I got cupcake years ago. 
um, you know, and she'd gone between me and my dad a couple times. Both mine and my dad's vision for Cupcake was like, she is so perfect for Ellie. Like, she looks so much cuter with Ellie's stuff on her. <laughs> anyway, but um, it was just like super rewarding. I don't even know how to put into words how I felt to watch Cupcake. I mean, and we're playing on rocks. We're doing, you know, stuff that if we're not just walking down the trail, we're doing like real stuff that Cupcake was taking good care of her. And I told Ellie, you got to take care of her too, because she's, she's right in that middle ground where in the beginning, you know, you're starting a cult or you're writing something that hasn't been out there. You got to take care of them. They don't know yet what they're doing. You got to stick to your standards. And you told her like with the eating thing, because that was, that's such an irritation with Tina. You said, don't let Cupcake even try. Like, don't you dare. (laughs) Like, you know, and, and Sky's done such a good job at that. And, uh, what was really impressive was how, um, you, you know, you've done such a good job on Cupcake. Ellie would just point her to a rock and mm-hmm. zero question yep. from the mule, like nothing. It's like, got it yep. done. And like so easy. Yeah. And there were some parts where Ellie was very nervous. And in the beginning with Tina, that first day, she was like, I don't know why we're doing some of these things. There was one really sketchy spot yep. <laughs> that was questionable, but um, Tina, of course, I'm like, you're writing Tina. Tina knows knows where to put her feet at this point. You just direct her in a certain in a certain way. She'll get her feet right. You're good. Um, and Cupcake's the same way in that way. But um, I did watch her, you know, go through a dip and trot. And I'm like, Ellie, don't. if you're on my mule, don't you dare create the problems that you are made me switch about. you for. Yep. <laughs> so I did have to bring it up and say, don't let her get away with the things you don't like. Ride her like you want her to ride. Ride her like she is your mule. Pretend she is beauty, which is her little tiny pony who she has all the confidence in the world in, you know, and I'm like, I need you to like take charge here. You're not on a pony ride. You're not on a, a, a dude ride here. People want to learn about training. Just pay attention to the mules. Mules mm-hmm. are the best trainers. Yes. Mules and horses. Well, I'm equine, whatever. They're really good at teaching, training the human, how they want to be ridden. Yep. <laughs> like <laughs> for sure. So true. You know, I, why not? It's easier. Like the momentum, it's easier just to trot through the dip. Mm-hmm. It's just natural. And that's why I've had yeah, to explain to Ellie not. with like the herd bound stuff. Cause that's cupcakes biggest, uh, her only problem really. And, um, the, the eating and the dip trotting, you know, like all of this is just like their nature. Yeah. We're going against that. So you this can't... is not natural horsemanship. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do that because you, you're going against what yes. they, uh, their instincts and whatever. So like you have to have like some compassion towards what they think is right. They're just doing it. what they think is right. Yeah. Yeah. But if, if you just go with it, you know, you're going to add to that problem. And this mm-hmm. is so hard to teach people mm-hmm. because they don't see like you're out on a trail ride and you're just enjoying the scenery. You don't, it's easy to not, like Ellie didn't do it on purpose. Yep. She didn't try to that dip on purpose. Nope. She didn't want to. She just ride. She just ride and visit with her buddy, you know, whatever. Um, so you gotta be conscious. And, and this is for all of us. Mm-hmm. We've got to pay attention, ride them how you want to be, ride to them how you want them to be. Well, like, and then treat them that way. It just made me think of Bryce Canyon, like the trail rides. And I can't remember who it was who it was that said it, but they like watched, you know, the whole line of, of people and mules go through like a little, a little down and up like that. Was it Lisa? Lisa. I was guessing it had to be Lisa, but, um, 
where the whole line would trot 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 down and trot 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 up and <laughs> like and then I feel like it's like a like a whiplash almost like like a I don't know what, yep. I'm, what I'm trying to think of where the or like a roller coaster where the end is going to get the worst whip yep. of the turn is like that with the dip because I swear they just get faster every time so the person at the end is going to get the worst run through that dip <laughs> because nobody's oh, yeah. slowing well, down and on those type of rides you know like we call them dude rides I don't care if you're riding your own meal if you're just lined out like that yeah as a dude ride mm-hmm. they're just sitting on their meals yeah and you got to pay attention. Yeah. You got to pay attention. So, but it was rewarding. You should it be was. proud of yourself to, you know, the work you've done. Yep. Because it paid off. And Ellie really kind of wants cupcake now. I know. And it's like, sad. it's and what I've good. wanted for so long. And now that she's thinking about it, I'm kind of sad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, dang it. No. Well, you have, a, we got, we got meals that other mules. Here. I have so many. So, like I could ride. I mean, I could ride Hannah for a while until we're, we've got Spade coming up. Well, I really up. want you to start Spade yourself. I, I do love Spade. But if I'm being honest, thinking about starting a bridal meal over just sounds like such a big deal. <laughs> no, for me, that's the exciting part. Okay, we get to start, I know. do a new one. It's like a new one. It's like a new toy. I know, but usually this is how it went Like when I would you know, help train with my dad and my brother. And then when you and I got married is you do the cult starting. I take over where Hannah is because mm-hmm. that's what I ride. <laughs> well, Sky is really good at refinement. She's patient and she works these things. She she likes that. Um, and I'm liking it more. Yeah. These days. I, I just think I've never been like the cult starter. That's never been my, I feel like I have um, this like voice in my head that's like, oh, danger. Well, that's Stay just because you, you. But I've seen so many seen things. Your dad <laughs> and I in the early days, yes, with so many freaking bronc rides and wrecks, and yes. and you need to think of the last decade instead, mm-hmm. and think of all the success and how good and how yep. easy and how nice. Most of them are now. There's still exceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are the ones but, that say danger in my head. Like, yeah, what if this stuck. one? Is- <laughs> Spade is going to be a good boy. So we're talking about Spade. He's our three year old. Oh, he's coming almost, three in a month three. here. We're recording this in February. He's coming three in March of 2023. And uh, he's just good, dude. He he's is so like, good. He is the like um, the only animal I've had that feels like he was born already knowing everything. I can't wait because he, he already turns. Like he gets out it's on so his hawk. Natural. Like he gets over his hawk and turns around on the haunches. Piece of cake. Well, and he goes. Like, I've never had one just right off the bat move off of a feel without and it's probably you know partly because i didn't know how to have them do that and i haven't you know i so i maybe wasn't taking note of all that but like you ask him to move his front end and like no tension Piece of cake. he just does it he's good he's very balanced naturally he's so he's amazing. gonna be pretty fun to start yep hey i want to thank our amazing sponsors at mules and more magazine Mules and More has been around a long time. It's a great magazine. And uh, shoot, I've been reading this magazine since I was just a little kid. I remember my dad subscribed to this when I was little. And I'd read it every month and loved it. And now uh, our good friend Corey Daniels has taken over as editor of this magazine the last few years. And she has done an amazing job. Um, Also, did you know that Mules and More comes in a digital format? You can download it on your phone, read it wherever you're at. So... 
hey, be sure to check them out, mulesandmore.com. And, uh, you know, hey, tell them Ty sent you. I'd be very grateful. Mulesandmore.com. So on this trip, um, I got to do something I don't get to do very often. Ride your own mule. Ride my own mule. Your very own. My own mule that is not. Just for fun. It's already broke. Yeah. And I didn't have to teach. Mm-hmm. Which I'm don't get me wrong. I do like helping. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, I do like helping and I like working on colts, but it was pretty nice. Just ride Riata. It was weird. Honestly. Like, so sky's <laughs> having, you know, she's working with cupcake, which is okay. It, we're making it, it. It may sound like a bigger deal than it was. It, if because someone anybody else, else who was listening to this was riding her that day, yeah. they would have been calling you. Yeah. If, if they didn't know what to be but, doing. So I'm seeing that. Ellie's kind of working with Tina and I am just <laughs> having a great time. So this trip was like absolute vacation for me. We didn't have cell service. So, um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't on, on the phone. Um, wasn't was doing that. Wasn't going doing down memory lane. I was just, I just had a vacation yeah. and, um, it was a really good mental reset for me. And I got, you know, it, it it reminded me why we do all these other things mm-hmm. because I teach it and I preach it like, okay, do the work, do the work, do the work, do the work so that you can enjoy this. But I don't ever really enjoy that much. I don't do like, I don't do that in part. Yeah. And you it was nice. You don't just sit on a no. mule and ride down the trail. And I didn't just sit. I played. Yeah. But compared I, to. Yes. Compared to when I'm busy with a cult. Yeah. I did just sit, I guess. Um, but you it were was working so on stuff like um, refining yeah. little pieces, like small, intricate pieces. Nobody else would know. To anybody else, yeah, they probably just to tell me, me you were just sitting. <laughs> yep. But it was it was nice. Like it was the, it's the it's the payoff. Yes. Like you guys do the stuff we're talking about so that you can enjoy the ride like I did. It was mm-hmm. the payoff. Like just enjoy the ride, enjoy my time, enjoy the weather, enjoy the views. You well, Riata's straight up in the bridle now. Which yep, is awesome. She's straight up in the bridle now. She's, you know, I'm already looking. I'm already looking forward to the next one because I think I'll get the next one way better than her. Well, yeah, and she, she wasn't like the she, easiest. No. I don't feel like just her whole self. No, she she wasn't particularly easy. Yeah, but um, she's just good. I mean, she's cool. She's she so cool you, now. She tell you a lot too. She's so cool now. She is so stinking big. It's big, she's big and she has poor uh, confirmation. She's like really bad confirmation. She always catches everyone's eye though. Whenever we meet new people, they always yeah, look at Riata. I don't, I don't know if it's just how big she is. It's or it's gotta just be. That soul shining through her she eyes. She is so good. Like her, her uh, spirit yes. is so pure. Yeah. Like she's just a good kid. So anyways, it was so fun for me. I just rode my mule. And we just camped my mute like that. You know, it was just, we each took just one um, for us to be there. Uh, and it was just nice. Yep. So it was weird to only have, well, we had three mules and then we and brought, brought the little pony, pony to play just with. to be a dog. Just to pet. And that's what she is pretty much. <laughs> so it was a great trip. Now I want to talk a little bit about um, Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of you guys know Joe G, Joseph G. Um, he's been on the podcast, one of our first guests way back I feel three like when years we say ago. Joe G, people think it's Joe G. his name. No, Joe G. Joe, last <laughs> Joseph? name G. G. Joseph G. One of my best friends. 
Uh, I just love Joe and I love having him with us. He bought a new mule, uh, just recently. Um, which was surprising because I can't, I went over, I was working in a shop with him doing some leather work. I like to go over there and hang out and he, he teaches me stuff. You know, I, I built you a, a head stall mm-hmm. and I built britchens. A lot of you guys out there, I've helped build the britchen that you're mm-hmm. wearing. You can, you have if you look, Ty Evans if you look close enough, it. you'll see the mistakes I made on your britchen. <laughs> Don't look close. <laughs> but no, uh, anyways, so I'm over there helping him and he's got, he bought a new mule. <laughs> I was a little surprised because uh, usually he would like really seriously consult me mm-hmm. about buying me, but he did this on his own. So that was interesting. And Joe, uh, so me and Joe are really good friends because we're kind of opposites. I am the eternal uh, optimist. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it's always a great day, mm-hmm. right? And that drives sky crazy sometimes. Yeah. It's always going to work out. Well, because it's sometimes I just want to be real. <laughs> yeah. And to me, it's just always just great. And Joe is the opposite. Joe can be looking at a blue sky and he's like, it's probably going to rain today. <laughs> Not that he's negative, but he is pessimistic. So, uh, he's just, he's just expecting, he's expecting the worst. The worst. And then if the best happens, then it's mm-hmm. just a great surprise. So he gets this new mule and, uh, he's really not sure about this. Wait, meal. you know what I think about so, that? What? Just about your optimism. And then like people like me who I just like to say I'm logical, but yeah, I'm probably pessimistic, but I think it's probably us who look to the future super quickly and you're so good at just living in the moment. So it is a great day right now, but I'm thinking about what's what could happen to ruin this day. You're thinking about the clouds <laughs> over the horizon. Yeah. I'm thinking, what could oh, happen? So maybe that's part of it because maybe. You, you're, you know, even with the mules, you're so good at staying in the moment where Joe and myself, people like that are looking to the future of like, Oh my gosh, if I get hurt, then blah, 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 playing the game. But if you do your job right now, I don't need to worry about the future, I know, but it's hard for us. <laughs> <laughs> so this new mule Joe's not sure about, right. And the first day, well, the, the very first day we got there, we, we got there in the afternoon. We had time to just go for a little short ride. He ponied this mule out. And this mule is like a gangster from like downtown Salt Lake City. That's all I know. I don't know any other cities. Um, <laughs> right? Like the thing is shooting, shooting off shots with its hooves. Oh, like literally, yeah. <laughs> like it is firing away all of us. Anybody gets close to this mule? You're going to get kicked. It was, I mean, and it, it was not shy about nope. offering up a kick. And that's when Ellie was just riding bareback on her little pony. Which and is like, eye level with hoofs. Yes. I'm like, you stay away. But then Joe didn't have a whole lot of control no, over it. He's so. just ponying it. And, and then Swayze's on Tina and Tina or Swayze didn't know how to get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> so finally we say, hey, we're just going to, we're just going to take our girls and go over here and ride on we're our own. We're trying to be safe. Because we're, we, we just... Well, we wanted Swayze to have a nice little ride because she's going to end up staying with Grandma the rest of the trip. So let's at just camp. go for a little at camp. Let's just go for a little ride for Swayze, and a little ride is good for Swayze. That's all she needs. She doesn't want to go all day. Mm-hmm. So we decided to break off, um, and we're cruising out there, and we look back, and Joe decided to come with us. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to, you know. And it, let me re- say say this again: He is my best friend, yeah. you know, besides Sky. And so 
I'm not going to tell him to go away. Well, I'm glad that he, I, I feel like he probably felt like I need to stay with Ty because I'm having some Yeah, trouble. yeah, for sure. He's like, I'll yeah. just go with these guys for sure. Yeah. And um, we're like, no, like, Joe, no. We, we're trying to get away from your mule because yeah. we're just, this is, like I said, this is a family trip. Yeah. Normally, if I'm in a clinic setting, rock and roll, I'm going to be in there with the shots getting fired okay. and I'm going to fix this. I will fix this. Over. I'm going to fix this right now. You know what I mean? But no, I mean, this is not my place to do this right here. If I'm we're just being gonna... honest, we're just trying to keep Swayze happy yes. because she barely wanted to. We just want to have family ride. So anyways, that was kind of funny. But Joe was clearly like, he was he was not happy. He, he was, was not, he was, he was distraught. And we got back to camp and he's like, uh, I don't know if I want to ride tomorrow. Now, Joe has been coming over um, a few days a week. Uh, well, it's only like twice, wasn't it? He's came over, no, when you weren't here too. Uh, yeah. You were gone. Oh, I guess uh, three times. Yeah. He's been over here probably about five times. Oh. And you're gone. I forgot your I was trip, gone. <laughs> your trip, your your birthday trip with your I mother. For, I forgot to talk you up before I told that story. About yeah, you you're living. supposed to say how great I am for Sorry. sending you and your mother on He sent me trip. and my mother on a trip, but then he left me on the side of the road. So, so I lost, the, I gained <laughs> points and then I lost the points. Okay, anyway. Anyways, so uh, he's been over here a few times at my house, just riding, um, you know, around our property through the trees and whatever. So I'm like, no, no, Joe, you, you can ride this meal. Like you will have more control. So he was worried. He's like, I just don't want to like get anybody kicked. And like, I don't want, and he's coming up with all kinds of excuses because he is pessimistic. So he's a fate. He even said himself, he's like, I'm a bit of a fatalist. Yes. Meaning I did hear him call that everything this, is the end. This is the end. And I said, Joe, you'll have more control of that mule and it's kicking from its back than you will leading it. For sure. Anybody, anybody, any good hand you will, because you'll be able to redirect that movement and get, you know, there's way more things you can do from their back than you can leading them for sure. So we talked him into it, but he was really not sure about it. And, um, so he rode the next day and, uh, was that the day he got out early? Yeah. So he went out early with Sky's dad, which is a good idea. If you guys are on a mule, we have a mule that you're not confident about, or you don't know very well, or it's a new mule. Don't wait for the whole group and our whole group being a total of so like seven, seven of us, eight of us. total. yeah, not very many. So this isn't like a giant group. This isn't like 30 people. You guys, this is seven or eight of us. Okay. And I think there's 10 actually. Now I'm counting. Anyway, whatever. It wasn't very many is my point. And, uh, instead of waiting for the whole group to head out and all the energy of the group and all this, um, you know, get out early and ride. And so that was a great move. I think that was really, really good. And we said, you should do that. And your dad said, I'll go with him, you know, and ride with him and help him out. And he did. And he came back pretty confident. Yeah. And we headed out and we had a great ride. But there were some mistakes that Joe made that I want to talk about. Um, and you're, you're really good at pointing them out. And that sounds rude. Um, no, I mean, Noticing. you, you, you brought them up. Uh, one of them was he would go ask the mule to go somewhere. He would like, ask a question like, ask a question. Go Let's over go left. this way. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the mule would say, no, put up some resistance. My friend's going the other way. And yep. then he would just go, okay, we'll go over there. Yeah. And he did it a ton of times. We've talked to Joe about, I've talked yeah. to Joe about this. So he knows this. So this is not a surprise. Uh, to him and but he did this throughout the day so multiple times and um you feeling tired sorry 
Sky's, Sky's here yawning, and I'm. I didn't, uh, I didn't sleep much. I was. Stressed. I'm feeling good because I got a, a, a Jocko energy drink for me. Oh, that's why, not a why plug. Are you sharing? That's, I'm not. That's not a plug for Jocko stuff, although. I would recommend it. But, but it is. <laughs> He's not paying me to He's say that. Maybe you should. Yeah. Should sponsor us because I'm feeling good on this podcast and Sky's over here yawning. Sure. I'm sorry. So I'm interested. I just didn't sleep much. Yeah. So uh anyways, sorry so this we're so scattered this episode. We are scattered, but Continue. whatever. Um so Joe stacked on multiple. Um he would ask and then give in ask and then give in ask and give in and multiple no's he got yeah from his mule and built on them okay huge mistake you guys if you ask something you need to to fin to follow through right yes and so that was a big but issue why? why do you need to follow through they're gonna learn so if you want to talk about some science stuff I you do. guys uh they're always learning and when we're talking about learning they're always building dendrites like every moment you are building these neuro pathways so even when you go out there Anytime. you don't even have a halter you go walk out in their pen and you're petting them and they they make you move like they come into your space and you step backwards and you yield noted they learned yes. something and even if you're not trying to teach them and they're not Let's say that they're not trying to learn. This is what our brains do. Our brains are learning all the time, whether we want or not. They are our experiences are being documented in our brains with dendrites, right? They're growing it. Think, look at a picture of a tree and all these branches or a root system. Okay, so all day long, Joe said, "I'm going to ask you a question." So he would do things to ask questions. Let's say lift up on rain or bump with his leg. The mule said, "No thanks." blocked Joe. Joe took the mule continually back to, uh, by his wife, Laurie, to the, mule uh, that the, the, the mule that this mule attached to really, and followed again. So over and over. So Joe would put pressure on mule resistance back. You just confirmed it. Oh, so you guys, this is built in the brain over and over again. And the mule learned. Yeah. And so, Joe thought, well, you know, at least I kind of directed the meal to do something, but really this was kind of backwards and uh, he, he never actually accomplished what he was trying to get done, trying to get this meal to go do something. The meal blocked him every time. They, they remember this. This is going to get hard, harder and harder to fix. So think of it like a highway with an exit over and over the meal, put up the block and exited that highway on that same exit over and over again. It's going to get to be a pretty big exit with lots of lights, <laughs> right? And um, but what 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 I want to get at with Joe, and this is this is my point with this little bit, um, is he was upset with this meal. At the end of the day, he was pretty upset. Like he, in fact, this this the next day he decided just to ride around camp with uh, just his wife. Well, and he his wasn't going to ride at all. He wasn't going to ride it. He was, he was not going to ride it at all. And this is where we're getting at. The second day is better. And I guess technically it'd be third day, but this is the second day of writing. Yeah. This is the second day is the first full day. Second day is yeah. second full day. So he wasn't going to do it at all. We talk him into it. Hey, you really need to ride this meal on the next day. You really, really need to. I promise it's going to be better. It was better for him. He decided to, he elected to just ride around camp kind of, I guess with near, Camp. Near camp with with his wife and his buddy that was there, 
so we went out on our own. He went out on his own. And he had a better day. And that was because he just wanted a smaller group to ride yeah. with, or he didn't want to ride as long or both? Both. I don't think he wanted to go ride as long. We they, rode all they day. They thought we were going to go to a certain place that yeah. was really far. Too. Yeah. And uh, we, we did have a big, it was a full day ride. Mm-hmm. But so so there's a multitude of reasons why. But anyways, at the end, he, he's really talking about how he's disappointed in this mule. And he's naming all these behaviors. And I told him this yesterday on the phone we called and talked about it and i said joe you realize that this mule all the behaviors you don't like your other mule gretchen does the same thing like it's the same behaviors uh his wife deals with that all the time same exact same stuff going on but the difference is is you like your old your old mule you have a relationship with it you you have uh you know, history with this mule. You're comfortable. It's your pal. But this new mule, you, just mule. it's just a mule to you. Someone so else's. you're judging his behaviors. If, if the, you know, and I, I explained it to him as this, it's like if you have an employee that you um, just hired, like you just hired this employee and they made kind of a, a screw up at work. You have no relationship with them. You don't really know them. You don't, you don't know their family. You don't know their grandma, their birthday. You don't it's care. Not it's not personal. personal. They make a screw up and you're probably going to fire them. But let's say your employee that you've had 20 years and you know their grandma, you know their birthday, you've got a relationship with them. They make the same screw up. They do the same thing. You're not firing them. You know, you might be disappointed and you might not like the behavior, but you tolerate a lot of stuff because of the of that relationship. And that's kind of what was going on with him. So after I explained that, I said, think about Gretchen. Think about her. I mean, really think about that behavior. He's like, you are so right. (laughs) Well, and I think with this mule in particular, it feels more dramatic because this mule is really big. It's a big mule. Especially compared to the other mules he has had. But after this, he said, what do I need to do? And, uh, he, he, you know, um, he was getting a lot of advice around the fire, right? Mm-hmm. Like all kinds of input. Well, because he even asked me my opinion on something. Mm. And then he said, I'm going to ask everybody. So don't be like, you know, surprised when you hear me ask someone else. It's not because I didn't want to, didn't like what you said. <laughs> Just because I wanted to, you know, ask around. Yeah. It's like, well. You can get a lot of different and answers. You're the prof- <laughs> yeah, and you're the professional at the fire. Oh, uh, uh, no. No? I wouldn't call myself professional. Well, I wasn't at the fire that time. I guess if I am repeating what you would say, then yes, <laughs> which I did. So I think. Uh, he's getting all <laughs> kinds of input. I call them duct tape and and bailing wire answers. It's like a Band-Aid. Band-Aid answers. What, I mean, what do I mean by that? I mean... Okay, my mule does this. So, for example, the kicking. Like he asked about the kicking. Mm-hmm. That was the question to me. Also. Yeah, and he was getting all kinds of. Oh, well, when it kicks, do this. When it kicks, do that. When it kicks, do this. Well, why is the mule kicking in the first place? Main thing is the herd dynamic. The herd dynamic. That mule was really dramatic, right? So he just got this mule just a couple weeks ago. Um, he hasn't done much to establish much of a herd hierarchy with himself yet. Which is himself and the mule. Yes. Yeah. Which is bad news, you guys. You hear all this crap about let's let the mule settle in before we do anything with it. Uh, 
That's we're just put alone. That's uh, was my great grandpa <clears throat> would say horse feathers. <laughs> what, what, which, what are horse feathers? Uh, they're not real. That's not oh, a real I'm thing. Like, I okay. Have no idea. That's not a real thing. Horse feathers. You guys don't the whole settling. No, they, they have their herd dynamic figured out among the other animals in just a few minutes. And they have the herd dynamic figured out with you in just a few minutes. But if you get there and you're kind of just up, I call it a passive member of the herd. You feed them, you water them, you're around, you clean the corrals, you are around them, but you don't direct movement. If, if you are somebody that doesn't direct movement, you are going to be overlooked pretty quickly. Like, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think he did that. He, he did ride the mule. Okay. But he didn't do enough directing for this mule to have any confidence in him. I, I have seen mules, like when you direct the movement, they get confident in you. Mm-hmm. And this happens in their little herd. Now we rarely get to see a, a herd of animals moving naturally, like like the mustangs do, like when they migrate and they move from past, you know, from from one mountain meadow to the next or whatever. We don't get to see that very often. Our mules don't do that, but that's still ingrained in them to find confidence in the one that directs the movement. Mm-hmm. Like that's a confidence building thing. The leadership in that in the herd is like that. It's different than our leadership. I don't like the word leadership with horsemanship, but since my vocabulary is so I tiny, think, I have to use it. I think that's what it is. Yeah, but it's not. But it's not a human leadership thing. It's yeah. not like just because I have the title of manager, the the employees have to do what I say, just because of the title. The titles don't exist in the horse world. Mm-hmm. So you can say, so well, like I, I feed you some sort of authority that they yeah. carry. Yeah, I, I feed you. You should do what I say. I paid you know, whatever amount of money for you, you should do. I say, I build you the best barn. I use you the best horse blanket. They don't care about that. And they don't care how much money you make and how much school you went. They don't care. It's, it's about this. It's like this underlying, yeah, the presence that makes the difference. That's what it is. And, uh, you got to have that right in the beginning. So he hasn't really got that with the meal. Okay. Now, since, since this, this meal doesn't have a whole lot of guidance from him, from from him, it is just seeking refuge with Gretchen, the other mule. That's all. That's all. It's connected to Gretchen. That's all it has. Joe is not authority figure to the mule or a presence to the mule. Now we've added all these other mules in. Well, didn't he say? I think he also said that Gretchen kind of like is after her in the pen. Yeah, Gretchen was not pleased with this new one. So, but so Gretchen is the one going after her all the time, and that's the one that the mule wants to be by. Yes. <laughs> So, because that's the one that's moving her around all the mm-hmm. time. What, so that it's like a magnet. The mule yeah. loves Gretchen because it is telling her, her where to be, and that's a weird way to us for, to understand that's comforting to the mule. Well, I feel like kids do that. You know, they push all the buttons and they got to figure things out so that they know where they belong. Well, you're the boss around stand. here, but only if I carry that presence and authority. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, not all parents are. But no, what I'm getting at is, is you have mostly authority with our children. Yeah. Really, you do. Um, and guess who they always want to hang out with? <laughs> you, right? Like who do they want to sit by? Mommy, right? <laughs> we go eat somewhere. Let's sit by mommy. Like it's, <laughs> it's a competition. Everyone fights over me. And, and yet Sky <laughs> is the one that lays down the law here. Like <laughs> I'm the one that just plays around. Like I always gets in trouble because hey, I already said no. And they go and ask him and he says yes. Yeah. 
or you know i just i kind of just do fun stuff like uh, you know yeah i'm not an authority figure here i already figured that out myself i don't I don't know about that, but okay. I get where you're going with your examples. (laughs) uh, Anyways, but what I'm getting at, like, like, so, so now we've introduced all these other mules to this little ride and Joe's mule is having a fit with them, right? Like having a hard time. It needs direction. It needs that. So like when he's at, so my point with this asking about the kicking is, is he's, you know, saying, what do I do about it? And mm-hmm. he's getting ideas. Do this to fix that. Do this to fix that. But but why does it kick? And I just went through that. Why? What do we? So so really, yeah. What do I do? I'm like you got to go back and start. This mule needs confidence in you asking questions. That was mine. I said, well, I think she's just kicking because she's insecure. Yeah. She doesn't know her place and she's trying to figure it out. Like she's not just being a brat and being rude and grumpy. And I use Tina as an example. <clears throat> so I said, Tina, if you watch Tina, like in the clinics or even out on the trail, if another one comes up to her, she's pinning her ears a little bit. She's not looking at them. She didn't move a muscle mm-hmm. uh, as far as going anywhere, but she puts those ears back and kind of makes this face like you better not come over here. Yeah. But she has all the confidence in herself to stand there and, you know, she's, she's an authority, whatever we decided presence, just standing there. She doesn't have to put up. It's like the, like the school bully that, you know, the kid who's bullying is usually the one that's got some trouble going on, yeah. some insecurities. I think, um, it's hard to hear that. It's hard, it's hard to hear like you, you go, you need to go back and do all these things. Mm-hmm. It's easier to hear what we call well, the, the duct tape, bell and wire and bandaid fixes. Well, and then that's when I, punish, I gave him my answer, yeah. you know, of that. And, and then I heard him ask somebody else and they were giving answers of like what to do when it what happens. To do and wins. I was like, Oh, maybe that's what he meant. And then I was like, I, that is not well, exactly well, what I answered, but I was kind of telling him how to fix it rather than how to wait for it. And yeah. so anyway, I was like, oh. That's the easier thing to hear though. Like what to do wins. Like yeah. those are easier to, to do something now. Those are easier to partake of than saying, go back. So he's like, what is, what do I need to do? Like, so what confidence. do you do? And I said, okay, you could go back to the very first step in the entire groundwork checklist. The very first step, which is clearing the front. We outline these steps on our, in our clinics and in our video library. The very first step, you teach the mule to respond to your question while building direction. That's it. That, that's the first two things. Respond to my question, build direction, right? That, and, that builds what we're talking and about. yeses. Yes. Yeah, you get them saying yes. And it's an easy question. It's not a big, hard thing. But a lot of the answers that he was getting was, oh, well, you know, well, let's say this. They're along the lines of punishments. Mm-hmm. Punish it for this. Okay, well it already did the th- it already did the deed and yeah. Well also what I think about those type of answers, uh which I wish I remembered what any of them were, but <clears throat> um I lost it. It's all right. I just had it, I got distracted. Um I think uh it's important to find the root of the issues. I, um, oh, I remember, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Because you're so if if you're going to 
do one thing to fix this kicking out. So say you said, oh, I want uh, you to stand there and when this happens, do this, like for an example, a crappy example. That is only addressing like one thing where if you're going to go back and do all this other stuff to try and re like mold her confidence basically or her ways, uh, you're going to fix up so many other things rather than like, okay, we're going to address this one thing today instead of going through like the checklist, for example, and you're going to work on so many things and fix, fix or build or redirect or whatever. So many things within yeah. that one problem. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If you, if you just spend time putting out fires, that's all you're going to get done. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe he does discourage the kicking, but if you start over, go through this checklist that we teach, this, this process, right? Um, this mulemanship theory that we teach, right? Mm. Then those things just seem to fade away. Yeah. You're going to deal with stuff. Stuff comes up like you're dealing with cupcake stuff mm. comes up. This is, these are meals. You guys don't think you're going to get everything perfect. Yeah. But that's one. Well, they're different every day sometimes. Yeah, for sure. So anyways, that's our message with Joe and his meal is go back to the beginning. Hey, we want to thank our sponsors, Western Mule Magazine. Ben and Anita Tennyson do a amazing job with their magazine. I've been writing for them for a few years now, and uh, they're great. Look up westernmulemagazine.com and check them out. So uh, we mentioned that on the way down, we had Joe and his friend, Charlie, um, wholesome some meals for us. So we got to kind of talk about that. Um, we're not super happy about it. Don't really want to. Um, <laughs> well, she doesn't really want to talk about it. I mean, I'm not super happy about no, the meals we sold. Because yeah, we're sad. Uh, but I feel like it would help people. Yeah. Um, so number one. I think it would help people mentally. So number one, Bozolita. Bozolita. Um, so this this is our sweet little cult. She's coming three. This well, spring. Yeah. Like okay. June or something. Yep. So Bosley is a sweetheart. I really Swayze had a hard time. loves her. Yes. Swayze was the most upset. <laughs> yes. Swayze was. Um, I really like Bosley. So good. Such a good cult. But she's too small. She's just really little. Like too too petite for us. Her back is real short back. Like I um you know, just little, just little, little, little. And she wasn't terribly small, like short. She was pretty short, but like putting an adult size saddle on her, she just was too short small. back, short neck. Yeah. Um, so lengthwise, not much. Um, so that was one of them. That one okay. was sad. We've been thinking about that one for a little bit. Just and, and let me, let me, uh, let me pause for two seconds on this. So, so what I want, what I want to talk about here, um, Sky doesn't know what I want to talk about. I don't. Sky's just hanging out here. I even asked. So she's him, like wondering where I'm going with this. At the last break, I'm like, so, hey, what are we doing? Like, what do you mean we're going to talk? What are we talking about? about so meals? what I want to talk, what I want this talk to be about, uh, finish up this show is talking about return on investment. ROI in business That's terms. That's what Ty told me. He's like, ROI. you want to do a podcast with me? And I said, well, what are you going to talk about? And he said, ROI. I'm like, don't know what that is. <laughs> and then he told me, I'm like, 
That doesn't sound fun. <laughs> Return on investment. She's like, I don't want to talk about that crap. But this is important, okay? Yes. Well, you and I talk about it all the time. Return on investment. This is critical. Okay. Now, I we got all kinds of listeners on here. We got people on here. We got fellow clinicians that listen to this. We have fellow trainers that listen to this. We have our, our main audience are people that just enjoy their meals recreationally, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that's trail riding, showing, whatever. Or- and there's a few, select few that do work with their meals, like the ranch. Okay. So that's our, that's our audience. Um, but, but this is, this is going to go across the board. So, so I don't want you, when you hear me talking about return on investment ROI, I don't want you thinking that I'm talking about only financial, right? It could be if you're listening out there and you, you ride meals for a living you, yeah, if you do or you train, um, whatever. But this, this re, return on investment could be a, a wide range of whatever that means for you. So what we're going to talk about, we, we got three meals that we've sold. Okay. So this is kind of a big deal. We just took three out of our herd. Um, some of them were for future use for us. Some of them were for financial things. So let's talk about that. But here's, here's what I want to, preface this with this question okay is what i'm doing helping me get closer to my goals okay so with meals this could be anything if, if your goal is to uh you want to enjoy the trails you're, you're retired and you want to go trail riding and enjoy the time that's your goal right mm-hmm. so is what is this meal, what you're doing with this meal, horse, whatever, is this going to help you achieve that goal? Some of you listening sell meals. You guys are brokers, trainers, dealers, whatever you want to call yourself. Um, is is this meal, is, is your time put into this meal going to pay off? Are you going to be able to sell this meal and make a profit on it? That's what ROI would mean for them, right? Um, we got a little bit of both we want to talk about. So but we just mentioned Bozolita. What was our goal with Bozolita? A family meal, right? Like we bought all these cults. We, we got a whole, we bought a whole bunch of cults over the last, what, six years, five years, five yeah, years, six years. Um, and our goal was to build a nice little herd of meals for our family. Um, we had some meals getting older for our daughters and we wanted, okay, we're going to, we're going to have some meals. Uh, we're going to need replacements. We're going to need replacements. And, and I was looking for, one for me to your, be my personal meal. I was your on the hunt. Meal. Yes, I was on the hunt for my heart meal. And for me, my goal was I wanted more uh should I call them victims? Oh, no. <laughs> no. I wanted more experiments for making bridal meals. Guinea pigs. Guinea pigs. I don't know what you call them. <laughs> but I wanted more mules to start from weanling and take them all the way through. Mm-hmm. Riata is the first one I've ever taken from a weanling all the way to the bridal. I've worked all the other pieces and I've put together pieces, start them here and got there or mm-hmm. start them there and got there, you know, yep. but Riyadh is the first one that I took from a weanling and I, I won her in 2015 at the, and she was six months old. Yeah. She was six months old when I won her. And, um, uh, now she's almost eight, which is which crazy. Is just nuts. But that was my first one. I wanted more experiments. Okay. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of my part. And, and, and our part is family meals, Sky's meal, me making bridal meals. Okay. Bozolita. Too short. She's 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 too little. She's too little too for us. 
for us. And it, it's just not, it wasn't worth the investment of my time to put all this time into this meal. That's going to be too short for, for any of us. For what we like. For what well, we want. not that we couldn't ride her. No, we but could. But we prefer them a little bit bigger. Well, yeah. I mean, your meal cupcake is small. She's yeah. little. She's like. Um, she's what, 14-1 now? Yeah. And she's very short back. She's short back, short neck. So she feels small sometimes. And that's like our, that's like a minimum for us. Like we want them bigger than that. Yeah. Hannah, I got Hannah and she's really small. And the only reason she gets kind of a free pass is I really like her. Because Ty fell in love. Like she, I really <laughs> like Hannah. And also she has the potential to be Ellie's or Smokey's yes. in the future. But so, so that being said, we got a couple of little mules. We don't need another little mule. Mm-hmm. And we've already invested three years of time in raising this mule. We bought her from Rock and O Mules. Big shout out to Donnie Oldham. Excellent man. Great breeding program. And, uh, you know, so we got her from him as a weanling and raised her at this point. It's just not yeah. going to work out. Right. And by the time she's old enough and trained enough for one of our girls to ride, they're not going to need some little, you know. Yeah. So that's her. Anything you want to add? I think that's it. It was just really sad. So so that, one, that one's a, a more simple case because yes. we haven't started riding her. We haven't started training like, so you know, like official training, right? Yeah. Working. Just groundwork. Just groundwork. Saddle and carry a snaffle. snaffle. That's it. So not a lot of investment of, of, you know, my actual working time, right? Yep. Time has passed since we've had her. Yeah. But working time. Okay. And none of us had like a personal connection. Connection. Like, yeah. Which we can't, with our, with our goals that we kind of need that, don't we? Yes. Yes. So Spade, same age. Yep. He's bigger. Um, but I really like him. You like him. Yes, like both we, of us. we got a connection to that mule. So if I'm picking between the two of them, I'm picking Spade. Well, he reminds me a ton of like the best mule I ever had to end up having yeah. to let go of years, years, years ago. Yep. Okay. So, so he's got us wrapped for now. So we're thinking, okay, we'll return on investment with Spade. He's got the size we want. He's got the moves we well, want. Also, if we, with Spade, you know, versus Bosalita. Um, Spade, if he grows up and he ends up being one that none of us want or need for ourselves to keep, he would be a good investment for our time mm-hmm. because he'd be something we could move on so, size-wise. And yeah. Yeah. So here's here's another thought-provoking comment, okay? Um, did we do enough to make a real assessment on Bozalita. Yes. So this is, we're going to answer this with all these meals. Okay. Do we do enough to make a real assessment? Yeah, we did. We've raised her. She's almost three years old, right? Yeah. So by now we could see the size. We're just mostly talking about size here. The yeah. connection. We've had three years to make a connection. We've had almost three years to, um, evaluate the size, right? Yeah. Like, She's not getting any bigger. We're like hoping like, well, maybe you just, maybe she'll eat enough hay. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, she's, okay. Yeah. She's not going to make it. And I think the biggest thing is that we weren't, none of us were attached to her Yeah. on a, like a personal level. Yeah. Like you are to Hannah, like talking yeah. about that. Like, and the rest of us do. We all have Hannah. So I feel like we did enough to make an assessment, mm-hmm. right? A real assessment. I think a lot, a lot of people like, well, like Joe, we're talking about him and his meal, right? 
He's only had it a couple of weeks. Yep. He hasn't done enough work to make a real assessment. Yeah. Like there's not, he hasn't invested enough real work or time, whatever these things might be to make a real assessment. You got to put in the time you got to, or put it, you got to really put an effort into this. Um, okay. Next meal. Wyatt. Wyatt. Dang it. One eyed Wyatt. Okay. So Bozalita, we talked about her. She was an investment for the family. Wyatt was a financial investment. But secretly for me, he was a family <laughs> personal investment. Okay. So me and Sky I, had different goals. Yes. And that is why I'm more upset about Wyatt, I think, than yes. Ty is. So, okay. We obviously have different I goals had there. To, I talked Ty into getting Wyatt and yeah. doing what we did to get him to tell him that we could possibly, that he's an investment. We could, you know, so get that was this, a scam. This. It was an absolute scam. <laughs> Okay, so this is the first but time. But it was because I, I wanted a chance at him for my yeah. own, you know, and I knew if we got him there, we could. And if I felt like I loved him more than than Cupcake, well, then I would swap and yeah. Cupcake would be a good investment also. Yeah. So, okay. That's so sad to say out loud to about <sighs> Cupcake. <laughs> so, you know, my goal, my goal with Wyatt was to ride him, use him in the clinics, get him really, really handy which he has a ton of potential to be. Yes. High potential to be mm-hmm. that. Um, and a great confirmation. He's out of a famous Jack copyright. Mm-hmm. Chris French's Jack. Great, great, great breeding, right? Yes. He is like one of the most well, well, probably the most well-built mule I've yeah. ever owned. Like, and had, I swear, my the saddle. The second place is going to be the next one we're talking about. I know. Because she's <laughs> got grand confirmation too. That's true. But I think Wyatt's is probably yeah, better. better. But yeah. my saddle, I tell you, I swear, was made for that like mule. a glove to mm-hmm. fit that mule. And it is complete opposite for Cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> so it was real tempting. So, Wyatt. Now, we've put some time into Wyatt. Yes. Um, we got them last summer, end of summer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Had them all fall. Rode them a bunch. Used them a bunch. You know, working on them. Um, but if any, any of you that follow us on social media, which I recommend you do, look up TS Mules, Instagram, TikTok, at Sky's thing. Mm-hmm, I will. TikTok yeah. <laughs> and uh, Facebook. We posted about poor Wyatt. So Wyatt had an accident, and all we can figure is he got poked by a tree in the eye he got stabbed in the eye like major bad in the eye. bad Ugh. uh blinded by the stabbing poking whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it it blinded him and it went on we we tried to doc we doctored the eye for two months it was. two months straight trying to save just save the eye we, we know he's gonna be blind for sure like blind for sure we tried to save the eye though because we've had a lot of blind mules I, well, and when I posted that, it was amazing how many people said yeah. that the same thing had happened. It, like, it's so common yeah. for them to lose an eye. And that just gave me more anxiety. <laughs> yeah. And and they're like, okay, okay, we're trying to save the eye. We didn't really know what to do, but we needed to get him healthy yeah. for sure before we could make any decisions. Yep. We, we couldn't save the eye. Yeah. Well, just think about it, you guys listening. Um, so doctoring his eye for two months means we were – Touching his eye. I had to put the cream, this ointment, ointment, whatever you want to call it, on his eyeball. This guy can't even take it. And (laughs) we hit, you know, he went in for multiple doses of, you know, that thick antibiotic. 
Um, I couldn't even go to the vet. I mean, this poor dude, but he He was so good. I could just come out there and touch his eyeball. You had to do it three times a day in the beginning. Yeah. Then it went to two times a day. Yep. Then it went to one. And one of the weeks, Ty went, you know, to a clinic probably. I don't even remember where you went, (laughs) but I, and then I had to do it. And you guys, I am just eyeballs just uh, freak me out. And so having to do that was so hard (laughs) for me because it just makes my stomach sick. That first I have to touch his eyeball that never feels good, but it's a hurt. It's, it's painful. His eye was runny like that, which means pain. Anyway, it just made me absolutely sick to see him like struggling. Uh-huh. And and he would just stand there. I didn't even have to put a halter on him. He would just stand there and take it, just like okay, I know this this will be over in a minute. And and he was just as happy afterwards. And he didn't hold it against us. No, he didn't. Because a lot of still times come they, up and just yes. I just catch. He just walk up and let me catch him every time. Yes. You know, there's so many other meals that you guys have docked him. I mean, way less than that. And they're like, I'm out. Well, I am talking, out. Even Tina, or probably one of our. Well, our best, if not just one of our best meals ever, she would not. I don't think she would be okay with it. But he just took it every day over and over again. We couldn't say it was I, though. He he had so much pain. So basically, yeah, you measure pain was the the vet told me like, well, how much drainage is happening? Like if I is just watering, you know that there's some pressure in there and that it's hurting, you know. And I came out one day and it's cold. We've had some cold, cold weather this winter. And he had an icicle hanging yes. off his chin, like a foot, like yes. like a 12 inch icicle hanging off his chin because that was drained down his face. And that day I'm like, right. okay, buddy, I'm so sorry. We're, we're we, done here we, with we this were, eye. We thought we were doing good by trying to, trying to save it. Yeah. And then of course, looking back, we're like, man, I wish we got rid of it yeah. just right off So the took it down, took him down a uh, wonderful vet. Um, I'm going to get him on the podcast one of these days. You need to. He's going to get on here. He's the best vet. Um, I've ever great vet. And um, took that, took the eye out. And, uh, you know, of course that pain, the eye, it's going to be painful mm-hmm. to have, you know, physical, you know, surface pain of the eyeball being removed well, for surgery. sure. Surgery. Yeah, for sure. But. He was instantly better. Like you, and, and how, how do you tell that? Well, behavior. Like yes. he just, he, you could tell he felt better. Like he was perked up. Like he, he he's feeling he good. His, his normal yeah, silly normal, John Mule yeah, self, <laughs> goofing around, you know, playing with the, you know everything else, and it was it was an instant change. And um, I wish I would have done it sooner. Yes. So, the crap part of this whole deal, yeah, losing I eye. That that's, the, that, that's part. the crappiest part. <laughs> but the the decision to let him go. Yeah. Now I don't believe that you should sell a mule that has you know, one eye on a blind meal. Like I don't, and that's just personal, whatever. I mean, maybe you do, I don't know, but, um, I don't think that you should Unless they're super solid already. Super solid already. So, um, we pondered, what should we do? Um, and we decided to let him go. So these three mules all went to the same place. A great guy, great company and a great uh, trail ride outfitting deal. Um, going to be a good home, but our deal with him, our end goal for one, being able to sell this meal. I don't, I don't, I don't think you could, I don't think I should, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can't sell a meal this blind. Well, we eye. just wouldn't, he wouldn't be like, if we're going to go and take him to one of these bigger sales. Well, like, he can't we because he won't planned, pass a vet check. Right. Right. You know? Like it's just, 
we, I, for me, it's more personal because I really liked him. He had yes. like the disposition that people dream of. So good. And like he just, I mean, even when he couldn't see and you'd walk up, you know, like obviously we're talking so he knows we're coming, but he never even acted like he didn't have an eye. Like he didn't like whip his head around yep. to be like, who's coming? Like he just would hear us and he'd be like, oh, here comes my peoples. And he'd just wait for us to come. I mean, you could come up, walk up to any part of his body. Anyway, so he's excellent. So I, I think, so for me personally, I was considering him for my own meal. Do I love him more than Cupcake? And the answer was no. I couldn't. And also what, for, for him being your personal meal, what do you do? Yeah. Personally, what do you do? I like to rock crawl. Play in the rocks, <laughs> play with cows. Yeah. Uh, and when we're talking rocks, we're not talking like baby rocks. We're, yeah. we're talking like Big technical stuff, stuff that um, truly with with their lack of depth perception. That I would and, be worried and, to put him yeah. in some of the positions yes. that, we, that we go. For a mule with two eyes. So I hate to go. admit that him losing an eye did affect that. But I don't think even before that, I don't, I don't know that I could choose him over cupcake yeah which so, was my secret you know yeah the so that today. sucks don't feel like we can resell him um like as in like sell him you know i, I we can't well and at this point it was more important for him to go somewhere yeah. good yeah so we'd rather find him okay who who can take him as he is right now and improve upon his life yeah so the three basically what we did is the three mules was like a package deal yeah and I told my friend at bottom about all these meals together. I said, basically, I want you to think of that. You're paying money for uh, this cult, Bozolita. And these other two are, are for free. Babies. <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> well, even, even Wyatt, even maybe part of that could have been for Wyatt. Because I think he's still worth. Yeah. But I'm saying me, me, uh, I told him, personally. I said, I can't, you know, I said, I could, if you don't want the other two, I could just. Well, get, if you're I'm, not counting potential. Yes. You know, which I you told him really... if. If you didn't want these other two, like I would just give this one to you. Like you could have this one because I don't feel like I can sell Wyatt. Con- you know, a good conscious sell mule. That's well, it'd be so great for him to be in that in mm-hmm. that setting. Yeah, he's gonna I, do dude do rides. Would, he would love to just so, go on trail rides. Do rides, trail rides. So that's Wyatt. The um, last one. And some people, you know, you guys might be listening to this and you might be thinking about return on investment, like we're talking about here. And you might think we're wrong, but we're just telling you our perspective. The last one, which is the most depressing to me. Well, I think it's the most difficult to like announce also. And this is what I told Ty Mike. We have to, people follow our page. They know our mules. Yeah. Not everybody, but there are some like, I know there are some specifically that are, that know every mule when we post it, there's how many red mules and they know which one it is, you know? And so I'm like, people will be asking eventually. And I feel like we ought to let people know. So we'll at least let people who listen to the podcast know. So, Dally. It just sucks even saying it. it does. So, um, a lot of you that have followed us for any amount of time, you know who Dally is. So I did, I've done it. I've, I've basically done a documentary on this mule from when we started her. Uh, we didn't do very good towards the end, but yeah. Well, I mean, I, I did update videos did and things. Um, it's on the video library. Good. You should check check it out you sometimes. Check it out sometime. <laughs> uh, I don't know unless I'm filming it. I don't know more. Go on there. Everybody thinks that you like run that. Like, <laughs> <No>. just, <you laughs> know. like all I do is push record. Yeah. It does the rest. <laughs> uh, so Dally, dang it. Um, 
this was really hard for me um, on a personal level. So let's talk about goals for Delhi. Like, what did I want? What did it start out as? Your meal. For me, this was. I bought this meal. This is Sky's meal. This is my dream mule she's supposed to be my heart mule Mm -hmm. she's supposed to grow up to be my new best friend that i have been like mourning this mule that i mentioned you know that i had to let go years 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 ago and um then what so this is supposed to be your meal yeah so that's where it started i bought her as a this is sky's meal and um as of course i you know sky kind of we joked earlier about her starting spade Sky doesn't feel comfortable starting cults. She's only started one cult. I've before. only done like one first ride in my yeah. life. Yeah. So, anyways, so I'm gonna start Dally now. Um, Dally has been spicy. That's yes. what Sky likes to say. Yeah, spicy, absolutely. She's been absolutely spicy from the beginning. Like she's a spicy cult. She's not a deadhead. She's not like a gentle. She's reactive. Like what? like she's not like a pokey lazy mule. This is a very this. I mean, she's bred to work cows like on the hot end. She's 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 bred to like be reactive cutting meal. She's reactive, extremely. The reactiveness is what makes me nervous. Yes. So you know, and and we've documented all this. Um, I think my biggest mistake was her first saddling. Absolutely. Total. Totally screwed that over you guys. I totally messed up. Have thought multiple times like. Just as an experiment, if we could go back in time and and not have it happen the way it did, yep. would she turn out differently? So this meal being spicy, okay, we know that she, she probably is, you know, we did enough. We tried to prepare her. You know, we did lots of things to prepare her. I don't think um, we did enough. No, not looking back Honestly. now, we didn't do enough. But we did things. We thought we were preparing her enough. We thought we did enough. That's why we settled her. I wouldn't settle if I didn't think I did enough, right? Yeah. Um, and... Uh, so I, I'm not worried if a, if I sell a cult for the first time, I'm not worried if they hog around a little bit, yeah. like, like seriously, you guys, zero concern if they hog around with the saddle for a couple seconds, whatever. Well, they feel that cinch. And yeah. They go, ah! yeah. It's, it's normal. So there's zero, um, there's no hard feelings. There's no judgment. Okay. No judgment. Yeah. Great word. Um, but she blew it up and you can watch this. It's on the video library. It's recorded like on there. She makes all the noises. And, and but <laughs> the, the thing that happened was the, the cinch bust, the, the rigging, saddle broke. The, ri- the rigging busted out of the saddle. So this saddle goes up over top of her head, flings, she flings it off. She, she chucks the saddle with she her head chucked out, it out of the round bed. At another mule who was tied up on the outside. <sighs> So that mule reacts. The dog goes off, you know. Uh, it was a wreck. So it was just loud and scary for her, I'm sure, obviously. Yep. And that's where things that's, took a turn. That's where it sucked big time. And we had a hard time. You know, it's all, and this, like I said, you guys, if you want to see the documents on all this, just go watch my video library. I'm pretty transparent about everything, right? Yep. I showed you everything because this is. Real life experience. There's another thing in here. Uh, this is a quote that I heard. And uh, <laughs> this is the quote. If it doesn't work out, cool. What did I learn? I don't like the cool part. Yeah. Okay. For this deal. Say okay. Yeah. That's the quote. If it doesn't work, out, it doesn't work right. out, cool. What did I learn? 
that, that's not good enough for me. Well, I think for um, this is because it's not like it's like a thing like, oh, I tried to fix this car. It didn't work. Oh, well, let's try cool. something else. Yeah. It's an animal that mm-hmm. has a life. Yeah. You know, so. So that began uh, a journey of working things out to get her saddled. Now, she saddles pretty good now. I say pretty good. It's still not. It's not super it would not be an. It would not be an A in the report card. Okay. It would be like a C minus. Like I'll saddle her up. I can saddle her 10 times in a row and she's just great to saddle. No big deal. 11th time come out, saddle her, throw the saddle on and she might have a big old hump in her back or like kind of snort, you know, and, and be weird that day. And, uh, so, and, and this is, uh, wasn't she a yearling when I saddled her? No, no, she's two. 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 Yeah. Okay. Now she's, I think that she's was the five. longest we ever waited. And, to and Dally's her. about five now, just about five. Four right? and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a couple years ago, two and a half, three years ago, this happened. Right. And it's taken that long to get her good about saddling. Got about 150 rides on her. I think maybe more. Got a lot of, I put a lot of hours into this meal. Mm-hmm. A lot of hours, a lot of time. A lot well, of trouble. it's because she wasn't like, um, Riata, for example, if you're going to go and ride Riata, even as a colt, yep. you're going to get on ride for 10, 20 minutes, maybe half an hour, do your small session and get off with Dally. Like you're committed until she gets to a good mental state yep. and you don't know how long that's going to be. So and for her, it usually was a while. Yeah. Sometimes I've rode her for 10 minutes. Sometimes I put hours on her, you know, like the last big ride I had on her was uh, just right before New Year's Eve, a couple months ago, it was a big ride. It was. I saddled like up at Halloween. Yeah, no, 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 no. This is when we had Ms. Cattle. Yeah. Um. Big ride and uh, saddle her up. You know, five a.m. and we didn't get back till five or six. No, I got back. That was the one we were in the dark that day. I got oh, back yeah. like it. I got like like eight p.m. So we had a huge day moving cows from dawn all the way until dark. So big day. Hey, I want to jump on here real quick and give a big shout out to my buddy Colt Naring. Um, if you're looking for a good custom built saddle that fits mules and fits you, you need to check out Colt Saddlery. You find him on Facebook, Colt Saddlery, and uh, tell him Ty sent you. He will take good care of you. And that day she... Uh, I mean, it was a great day, but in, that morning, you know, that's when I saddled her up and she, she kind of had a little hump in her back and she just did a little jump. She slipped on the ice and fell on the side of my saddle and it busted the Blevins buckle. That's right. I, I didn't realize it till I got on to go move uh, a few cows into a corral to get the day started. And I go to, I step up on her and I swing my leg over and I can't reach the other stirrups, the right stirrup. It's like way down there. I'm like, Oh no, this is not a meal. I want to have my stirrups messed up on. <laughs> you know? And uh, you got to have everything so. good on that. One. Anyways. So I, I, uh, anyways, got, got that fixed though, but we had a huge day, you know, like a big, big ride and, and all that. And, um, excellent day moving cows. She's a good cow meal. She's cowy. Right. So she's, she, she likes she's- it. She loves the cattle. That's a focus. She, she's good with the cattle. Um, put a lot of time in this meal, you know. Uh, I've got a good handle on her. Like, she's got a pretty decent handle, um, you know. And But 
let's talk about the return on investment. I've put in so much, I've put so much time into this meal. What do we want her to be? She's supposed, she's supposed, supposed to, to be, be yours. Mine. And well, do you and want her? After a while, I was like, all right, let's be honest here. Is this ever going to happen? Also, among all this, you know, time with Dally, I found Cupcake. And yeah. she kind of filled that hole that I've been looking to fill. Because I was starting to see the Dally might not be that. Yep. So I told Ty, I'm like, this, she's just not going to be what I really need to yeah. be writing and spending my time on. I had a mule, not, not quite the same, but... Psst, you know, a little touchy in different ways. And I let her go because I wanted something quiet mm. uh, disposition wise and whatever. But anyway, so we decided that she wasn't going to end up being mine. Mm. Ty didn't necessarily enjoy writing her. Like he would rather be writing Riata or Hannah, right? Mm. Like she isn't the one you would choose on her, uh, on her good days. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not, and it's not just because of the issues. Right. Right. It's just because that I got other meals I like. Yeah, that, you don't have that, that personal connection yeah. with her. She's not like even when when she was good. I even wrote her one day when she had done so good all summer long, mm-hmm. and I actually got on her. And she it was only two minutes long because it was at the end of a ride, a short ride, and just rode around at the trailhead just to say that I rode her. I finally rode quote my mule. Yep. <laughs> and you know, anyway, so when she was at her best, doing her best, she just wasn't the type of mule that Ty enjoyed riding. She was actually was a little lazy. She was really pokey. Yeah. Pokey. I mean, she was walking slower than Tina on one ride when she was at her very best, most comfortable state. She was ear flopping, just walking, slow. just slow. And Ty loves Hannah and Riata because they're like go-getters, you know, like they can mm. move out and they got a lot of heart to them. And we're just talking about personal meals that we like. Right. Right. That's what so we're getting it's at not here. one on her best day. It's not, it's not the type of meal that Ty would choose. Also, to add this, Dally, like our, you're hearing, our plans with Dally was for us, right. for Sky, for us. She was never a sell. Meal. So this is not a meal I'm working to sell. But as we're going through this and we're realizing that Sky doesn't, she doesn't want this meal. Well, uh, it'd be the same for any it, meal, even it, yeah. raising Riata um, or cupcake, and we'd go through and be like, well, neither of us are yeah. going to claim this one as our own. Well, then we got to work it as we're as if we're going to move it on to someone else. Yeah. So Sky doesn't want this meal for herself. I don't want this meal for myself. I got other projects. I got that you just enjoy Hannah. More. I got Spade coming up, which I'm trying to get you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I got other little projects. I got little babies here at work. I got I got things going right, and I'm working all of your meals out there. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody else's really things. doesn't get a lot of time for it. So okay, uh, all right. So then the next thing is, where are we going to ride this well, meal Ellie, to sell it? No. Oh yeah, Ellie's Swayze. No. Yeah, no way, Swayze for sure. Ellie's like, you know, maybe as a teenager, would you be interested? No, well, no way. Ellie I don't has like trust Dally. issues with her. No, <laughs> she doesn't like. She doesn't like Dally. And um, so, with all that being said, I'm like, okay, well, the next step is writing her to be able to sell her. How about reputation? Mm-hmm. Are we going to be able to sell this mule? Like, um, is this mule ever going to be to the level that we need it to be to sell to the public? Now. I sold her to my friend, but this isn't going to the public, right? Like this mm-hmm. is not going to be a meal that I'm selling to you listening to the podcast right now. We're at like one of these big sales or where we don't know who's going to buy it. Definitely not a sell. So great. Now what? Right. And, um, and as I'm thinking, is, is, is this worth my time? And 
unfortunately, these days, since guy, my time is getting like cramped, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We know we got a lot going right now. We got clinics. We're about to kick off clinics, right? I can't ride her in the mulemanship one class. Like it would be different if I could ride her in the clinic and use her in the clinic, yeah. but I can't because she's so touchy. You know, she'd blow up any time and she has blown up quite a few times, right? I mean, the most recent time she really blew up was I was bringing cows off the mountain um, in October. Yes. Was it October? Yeah, it was it October. Was Halloween. That Halloween. Was Halloween. Yeah, on Halloween. And uh, a bunch of cats, we, we brought some cows to this trail that drops off the mountain. When I say drop off the mountain, I really mean it. Like it is pretty vertical and we're trying to get these cows shuffled down this trail these cows really don't want to go home yet. Like they wanted to stay on the mountain. There was some nice grass up there still, even late in the fall like that. It hadn't snowed much yet, you know, just a little bit. Um, and we're trying to get these cows to drop off the mountain. We finally get them to that point in the trail and they bust and run back across the meadow and they're hauling butt. And so of course we, I'm going to kick up Dally. And, and for me, cowboying, this is this is instant reflexes for me. Go, bam, we gotta go. <laughs> and so I I kicked out the go, and she freaking lights it up. This is the hardest she'd bucked, and the only well, it was really the only time she really bucked hard. Yeah. Most of the other times she just crow hopped, hogged just a little hop, bit, hopped on all fours. Yeah. Like a bunny. But this time she bucked, and 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 I think the difference why it felt so major was it was downhill. So yes, you're on the side of a mountain. Yeah, she was making huge leaps downhill i think if we were on flat ground it would have been just normal little like crow hop little thing like i spooked her you know but i was like that really irritated me what irritated me the most not was was the little bronco we went for but i lost the cow yeah that <laughs> what? I, that's what i asked that I was actually, the problem afterwards i was like if you hadn't lost the cow do you think you would have been less like less of a of a bothersome like yeah. issue you know probably Probably so. Less because, irritating. Because this was a big deal. We lost that cow. She went back into the oak brush up there on the mountain. And we actually didn't get her didn't get her for another couple of hours. Like that cost us a couple of hours of time. And we actually never got that cow to go down the trail. My buddy Ross ended up taking her off the mountain. Like mm. down through down. the trees. Like crunching through Ugh. the brush. It bust, is, and it is the worst, yeah. the worst brush. So, and he's the boss, by the way. <laughs> so, not so your show. I didn't, I didn't get the job done. I failed. And the boss man ended up having to take the cow down to the brush. He was not happy. Right. Um, so, so that was, that was really, uh, that was the, the biggest episode that we had, like the most dramatic episode we ever well, and had. I think why also why that one was so disappointing was because all summer she had been doing. So oh yeah. Well. I had, I had like a couple months there of great work. Well, and this is the thing is, uh, it was almost just a given that Dally was going to buck on the ride at some point, like minimal, tiny, tiny little hump up, uh, like, ugh. like sometimes there's just a little, yeah, just a little squeal, like, and then oh, that's there it. it is. Oh, she's good. You know? So um, she was just t- a tight meal. Like it, yes. surprises would get her. Yeah. And, but then through the summer, she had like how many rides in a row that she didn't do? A we had thing. a, we had a bunch of rides. It was like eight or something like that in a row. Yeah. Eight rides in a row, looking really good. I'm like, okay, well, maybe, you know, maybe. And then that's when I got on her. (laughs) Yeah, maybe we got past the cold starting. Maybe we're past the cold starting stage here. Maybe Maybe we're we're growing up. You know, I mean, and some of them are just honky, you guys. Some of them just are. Yeah. You know, I think she was mostly because we screwed her up in the saddle. I I don't don't think she would have been 
Well, that like bad. my dad has the full brother, and he's touchy, but not. Yeah, he's a little, bronky. you know, he's a little touchy with the saddle, and he'll get a little like honky on the ground before. You know, my dad kind of works works it out of him before he gets on, and then he's solid. Like he's he's really good. Yes. So I think Dally was just spicy enough that an experience like that just to yeah that negative experience messed things up. I feel like if we hadn't had that, we would have been fine. I think. I think. I don't know. I think so too. So, anyways, do I want to put that time into her? And really, oh, when I ask about myself, your five things, when people ask okay. you, should I keep this meal? So we have time. Do we have the time? Do we want to spend the time? Uh, do we have the ability? Like physical ability. Yep, physical. But can you ride? I mean, yeah, I can. So can you ride her bucking? Yes. Yep. Okay. Many, many um, times. Facility. We talk about facility because some and that's depends on the problem, right? We're talking about problem meals. You know, I didn't facility wasn't that big of a deal. Well, except the problem is that we can't take her to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So in we a don't way, know where we're gonna be. In a way, it was. I can't ride her in a clinic setting. I'm not gonna have. I'm not gonna. When you don't always have an arena, yeah. you don't always have. I'm not gonna have my meals cause problems. Most of the, the participants that come. You know, I'm trying to help them. I'm not going to have my meal add to the commotion. Yeah. Well, especially in mulemanship one, which is where she would be. Cause she's not like a mulemanship two mm-hmm. mule. And the people in mulemanship one sometimes need you to run up there and help yep. them out or whatever. So we got time, ability, facility, knowledge. Knowledge? Yeah. I, I know exactly what she needs. You know what she needs was consistent job. She needs work. There's some meals, you she guys. Needs the time. Yes. The time. And, and I knew, I knew that I knew she needed the time. I know it. She could use packing. She could use a consistent job, regular writing, big writing. I'm not talking, I'm not talking about this little fluffy writing down to the trail for an hour or two. No, no, no. She needs writing, like y- using, you know, mm-hmm. questions. She needs being a job. Asked. Like work, how I, you know, when I get to go work these cattle, she needs that every day. You know, a, a thoughtful job, a thoughtful job. Not just wet saddle blankets, but a thoughtful job with a wet saddle blanket like that. And then the last one, the most important one, desire. So which ones were I lacking? Time. Partly. I was lacking time. The time, the consistent yes. time that yes. she needs all year long. I can't take her to all the clinics. I I can't ride her the way that she needs to be ridden with a thoughtful job like working cattle. I can't do that all the time. That's only a little bit of time, right? That I get to do those things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the time was the big one. But uh, then the last one. What I saw that affected this decision most was the desire. Yeah. Just starting to lower and lower and lower. And. Over time. Yep. Yeah. So uh, by the, somebody asked me, well, well, Christina Bailey asked me, I think it was, or maybe it was Christy Kovner. Maybe they were both there. <laughs> the Christies. The Christies. Back east. They said, how long are you going to keep working Dally? You know? And I yeah. said, until I'm until I'm sick until of her. I'm dead. <laughs> no, I said, until I'm sick of her. I, you know, that's what I said. I said, until yeah. I'm sick of her. Like, I'll keep going until I'm until I'm done. Like, until I'm over it. Well, until you're not helping anymore. Yeah. So, it got to the point here that the desire was fading. This was a mental challenge for me because... I fell. I I messed the mule up. Is my fault. 
mm-hmm. you know, the saddling deal. I should check, check your gear people. So this saddle was gear. my kid saddle from yeah. like my childhood. And it was just little, just, just a little, little light saddle, saddle whatever. What no big deal. With, but you had no idea. And I, th- you know, so, so this is my fault. And, uh, you know, the lack of progress is my fault as well, because I didn't, you know, the time too, like, oh crap, you know, like, yep. well, we only had so much yeah, time to work I, on that until we left. And again. she was a meal that needed regular time. Okay. I didn't give that to her. So all of these things is my fault. I take ownership. I'm big on extreme ownership. Like yeah. I own it. I own my mistakes. Uh, you should own yours, right? Hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, everybody, everybody listening right now, you should own your mistakes for reals. Like I like extreme ownership. Yeah. Um, so the the hard part for me was I feel like I was giving up. Yeah. Like from my own my my point of view, like I'm giving up. That's what kind of kept the desire going for a little while. Yeah. You're stubbornness? <sighs> yes. I need to finish this. I need I need to fix it. I need to fix this. I need to fix this. And but what when it really got hard was when I'm, you know, I can spend five minutes on Hannah. And improve. And make serious improvements. Like, it's like, boom, instant. It's like, oh, thanks. Like, you insert a quarter, you get a dollar out fast. Like, bam. Just that. And just, she's so happy to give it to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's And she's and she's at the gate saying, pick me, pick that me. That was the other Pick thing. me. As if you didn't have all these other meals who are begging for attention. And yeah. you want to give it to them, but yeah. you have to spend two hours on Dally instead of ten minutes on Dally. Yeah. You know. And I'm, I'm seeing that. And I'm seeing these other cults we got coming up. Spade, Rain, we got a new one named Spin. Like we got other things. We got other things going. And then I got you guys too. And a, another big part of this too decision really was the master class. Like I have put in a, a ton of time into this master class, and it's actually cost me a lot of time, right? Like yeah. you, you know more than anybody. It actually feels like Ty has a regular job now when we're home. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm coaching. I got, I got a whole bunch of people I'm coaching. I got people wanting to be, you know, I got people asking me to be in the master class next year already. Like I got a, a waiting great. list going, which is really great. But this is like a big deal. And well, where where's your desire? You yeah. know, you want to and, go spend that, that time on Dally that she needs when you have it, or mm-hmm. do you want to be doing a master class and helping people? Well, so yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I, I got like this stuff going. And would I rather go out there and spend my writing time on um, I let's. I really like Han. Like she's my she's my girl. You know, yeah. like I love her and Rihanna too. I enjoy writing Rihanna. I don't write her as much. You know what I mean? I got these. She's meals. boring and broke. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, this is. I'm just honest. I lost the desire. You know, like it's 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 over. Well, what I think is interesting, and and I've watched this with other people because I've never actually seen Ty lose desire to write a specific meal, and I don't know if it's just because we have them and move them so often, or you're on the next cult or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, I've seen other people where they don't have the desire anymore. And guess what? Now you are not helping them. Anymore. No. Well, and, are, I, and I know this, you're doing almost a disservice. Yep. And I Eventually, know this. you know, it's, it's actually not good for the mule if you don't want to be there for them anymore. I know this. So I'm degree. like, I don't, I know that. Right. So yeah. I know. Okay. Well, it, and I, my buddy that I, I, uh, I sold these meals to, um, he's like all gung ho for it. Right. So to him, it's a fresh project. In fact, he sent me a picture today. Did I show you the picture today? Uh, of his, he no, said, he said, oh yeah, yesterday, last night, he yes. sent me a picture. Uh, Dally's first big day started six cults off of her. Well, and then the, all day he wrote, you know, used yes. her. 
as soon as we got back into service and I texted his wife and yep. I was like, how are they doing? And she sent me a picture and they were already right yeah. yeah. You, so, and, and that's what I wanted. I wanted it's to fresh. He, he got a big operation down there. Yeah. He's got like 70 head of, of mules and horses. Like it's a big deal down there and she's going to get used. And they do it full time. Full time every day, seven days a week, 365. Yeah. Like that's it. It's around the clock. And he already had plans. He's like, oh yeah, I got to pack. What do you say? Gravel or something? Yeah. He's summer? got gravel. He's packing. It's like, yep, she'll be packing gravel all summer. You know, like she just needs a job. So that's great. I'm, I'm so, that's, that's what, that's what she needs. So I know she needs that. And, and one of our friends, Nancy Baldock said one time, I thought it was a great quote. quote. She said, you, you know, sometimes somebody else might be better for your meal than you are. Yeah. Like they might be better somewhere else. Does that kind of hurt? Yeah, if you're prideful. But for me, I, I truly want the best for every meal. Like yeah. I really, I really, do you agree? Yeah, do I yeah. show that? Absolutely. Like I want the best for all of your meals, all of your horse. I really do. That's why I want to keep all of them. Yeah. Because I am, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> I, can I want that. So I, I know that, do, you know, doing, making that decision, it's going to be what she needs. She needed yep. that. Yep. Well, it's I, a fresh start for her. Yeah. It's a fresh start. You know, and for him, it's, for him, it's a new meal. For him first too. first just, project, yeah. no big deal. And he knows who she is. Yeah, it's not. He, yeah, he's followed the whole thing. He followed yep. the Daily Diaries. He's watched all the videos. He's heard all about her. He's met her. He's seen me, you know, work her and stuff at home, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so he knows all about her. Cool. And she was started the same way his cults were started at our house with the. Um, so, yeah. Thing. He's familiar with all that too. Another quote that I like, and that, that this is what made me like piece together for this show was you don't have to finish your food to know you like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know sure. all about that because you're super picky. Yes. Right. It's true. All so, I have to do is smell it to know if I'm going to like it. Or to know you, or to know you don't like it. <laughs> yes. Right. Yep. So in my head. But does that go again? Where, where's the fine line between the one that you said at the beginning about giving it enough time to. You got to give enough time. But you don't have to like it, you don't so so it's like me stubbornly needing to finish this yeah. right yeah I put in a good effort on Dally <laughs> like do you agree oh my gosh yes I have put in well I got about 150 rides I mean I'm I probably got a thousand hours in on this meal mm -hmm. I don't think that's an exaggeration no over the last five years. I've got because every a lot time, of time you rode her, it was a session. It was like never, like hardly I, ever short. I don't, I don't know. Maybe thousand might be an exaggeration. I don't know, but I got a lot of I got a lot of hours in this meal, right? I I give it a good effort. Um, well, and you've got her going good for them to be able to take her well, from yeah. here to there <laughs> yeah. is a big, huge deal for this meal specifically. Yeah, people can watch the videos. Like yeah. this, I'm this is a riding meal, you guys. This is a riding meal, but I mean. You know, there's th been, this is, there's been some clinic or, uh, rides that we've been yeah. on clinics, whatever, um, that they have seen Ty riding Dally and they didn't know it was Dally because she was being so good. Yeah. She's, she's, <laughs> she's done. She's, she's, she's a good cow meal, a good ranch meal. I can't rope off her, but she's a good cow meal. Like I yeah. can move cattle, cut cattle, you know? Um, it's just her little reaction. Uh, yeah. The reactions are a problem. I, I mean, I've taken her out. We've done our extreme trail riding clinic with her. Yeah. So oh, this yeah, is, yeah. this is a using meal. Don't, don't, I hope you're not, you guys aren't picturing like this little bronky little thing, but my return on investment is, should I put more time in this meal? And we finally came, Sky and I came to the conclusion that no, it's time to go. Well, and we think on both sides. Okay. It's an investment 
for us, you know, for our own selves or financially or whatever. But we also consider the mule and where they need to belong and where they need to end up. So we did the the sales and that was really hard for me because I didn't know who was buying them and mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was a good fit. And, you know, and so that's what I think is hard about the sales as the seller. So for us to find someone specifically for really all three of these mules, but Dally especially and Wyatt to go where they will be with good people in a good place. Doing good things. Doing good things. What they need to do. Yeah. I caught myself thinking, what are other people going to think about me? Yeah, me too. Which is a bad thing. I don't like, I don't think you should make these decisions based on reputation. Like, yeah. What other people are going to think of you? Are they going to judge you? So I caught myself doing that, and 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 I put the brakes on real fast. Like, oh, oh no, 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 no. We can't be judging my future and the mule's fit future on what people think. Yeah. And a lot of people out there do that. And, and I'm not talking about just my situation here. I'm talking about like you know somebody might do something or not do something because they're worried about what people think. Yeah. Well, they have their family influencing their decisions. And then maybe trainers or, you know, yep. people they look up to. You know, and like me, I'm like, okay. Like, well, that's Because I already feel like I'm, you know, I, I, I had that feeling of giving up. Like I kind of, dang it, I give up. I yeah. should have, I should have finished this. Well, and I, I asked Ty as we loaded her up, you know, we met the guy, loaded her up and sent her or, you know, started pulling away. I said, do you feel, how do you feel? Like, do you feel relieved? And he was like, no. Yeah. It's like, I but I don't feel like it was the wrong thing. Yeah. I didn't so, feel like I like, wasn't, oh, 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 my, it's not, a, it wasn't a celebration. Like, yes, I'm so glad I'm yeah. good. It wasn't a good riddance at all. It wasn't like a, Ugh, I'm done. It wasn't like that. Well, we said all these things <sighs> about her, but we loved her. Yeah. This is like, spot, well, Emma. and you guys, I mean, let's face it. You, if you put that many hours into a meal, like I did, you're, you got some connection. Yeah. Like, uh, whatever i mean you could use any example of project you put that much time into it you're you're there's some own there's ownership in it yeah. and i had ownership in this meal like this is you know this is my experiment yeah <laughs> this is your like, you your, know, like this is my weird baby my project <laughs> you know like uh, so i don't know uh what this talk will do for people i would love to hear you guys' feedback on this well, subject. I think this is where you, cause you'd have people ask you about like if they were in your situation with Dally and they'd be like, yeah. I don't know what to do. Like, and this is where Ty came up with those five things. Like, time. Decide time. Ability. Uh, ability, knowledge, facility, desire. and desire is the biggest one. Like if you have the desire, like Joe, like, well, do you have with this new mule of his, do you have a desire to make this meal what you need it to be? And he said, yeah. And he so said, yes. Good. All right. Let's so rock let's, and roll. Let's get to work. So you, but you got to have those things. If you're missing those things with with what you're doing, it's not it's not going to work. And I teach this, and so I had to teach, I had to remind myself of the same thing, you know. So, well, it's hard because you care about her well being more. I think. So what I said the first is what I'm is what I'm doing helping me get closer to my goals. On return on investment. And at the end, the answer is no. It's not helping me out. 
right? Deli. Yes. yes. Well, I mean, oh, all these. This situation. Th- this, all these meals were, we just talked about. Yeah. They were kind of the floaters. Yes. So that's what I'm talking about. And you guys should be thinking about return on investment for everything you, everything we do, right? Yeah. I do this, everything we do. You might not, Sky. But I do. <laughs> like, seriously, you, you see me like, okay, uh, am I going to spend my time doing this when well, I should be doing that. Right. Like, well, I am think really about, thoughtful my time. You think about people who have to decide like, okay, do I be a stay at home mom and do these things? Or do I go to work and send my kids to daycare? Which one is like the yes. return that you want? So like you can plug it in anything. You can use this for everything. Like I'm doing homeschool. Why? Yes. Why, why, we do, why are you doing it? And what are your priorities? Is what you're doing going to get you closer to your goal? Whatever that is, that could be anything. You can plug it into your whole life. We're talking about mulemanship here and horsemanship here on this show, but it could be for anything. So I hope these thoughts have been um, <laughs> helpful in some way. Useful I, I hope this this is one of our longest podcasts we've ever done. You might have to make it two parts. Yeah, uh, nah, let's just do it. <laughs> um, and uh, hope hopefully it's helped you. I would love to hear your feedback. Like if you guys have have the time i would really appreciate you leaving a review for this show especially on apple itunes right yeah, no apple oh, podcast i mean podcast, yeah. okay like, and uh but if not uh send me an email let me just let me know or post on social media share this episode on social media if you think it's worthwhile sky do you got any closing thoughts um no it's just it's hard sometimes to make those decisions but you just have to consider all those things. And this has been one of the hardest podcasts for me to organize my thoughts. Yeah. And I think it was obvious in the beginning with to, us. Yeah. To put, to get this out, but that's, that concluded our week. Valley fire trip, selling meals, come home. Trip was great. Uh, these meals are in a great place now. Um, I'm looking forward to working our other meals. We got a big herd out here still. A lot of critters to play with. A lot of yep. not a lot of new stuff you guys are going to see coming down the road with us um, in the next oh, yeah, little bit. Yeah, because we get to bring the youngsters. Get to bring the youngsters coming or, up. Or so you're going to see some new stuff with us going down the road this year. We got our clinic schedule out for the whole year. We're about to kick off our clinic tour here in two weeks. Head to Arizona. Um, so check that out. We TS- still have room in the Sedona. Yep, lots, we still got room. Come ride with us. Look, go to tsmules.com. Um, Anyways, that's about it. So, hey, thanks for listening, you guys. I appreciate you so much. Again, if you got time to leave a review, we'd be so grateful. And uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. So God bless you all, and we will see you down the road.